Hey everybody! Welcome to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. I am Nat and I'm joined by the lovely Jimin and Ash. I Hello. am lovely. And we're here to talk about K-pop and it's 2024. So we're very excited to have made it another year on this rock hurtling through space. And But we're also really excited to continue having really dope conversations about Asian entertainment. And so we're going to start as we normally do with what we're listening to. What are you guys listening to? <laughs> so hear me out. Okay. I have a, a playlist that is like I've been building mm-hmm. and I've been listening to a lot of classic hits, 70s and 80s hits. So I got some Tina Turner in there, some Queen, some Blondie, Fleetwood Mac. There's this group called the Daughters of Eve that have a really good song. Nancy Sinatra, Belinda Carlisle. Ooh, baby, do you know what that's worth? I have Patsy Cline. So, you know, I'm just really... Patsy. Do you know Patsy Cline? Listen, when you want to feel sad about yourself... You listen to I Fall to Pieces on repeat while you're sitting, yeah. while you're laying down on the floor in the dark, okay? Um, it's like crying in your car listening to Jolene. There are just certain songs that just take you places, okay? You learn something new about Nat every single day because to be honest with you all, I did not know that Nat would even know any of these songs I was, or any of these artists I was referring to. Even oh, Tina. Everybody. What? That is, yeah, because Nat, listen. We don't need another hero. Okay, here's the thing. I obviously, you know, I'm known for K-pop on the internet, but my preferred music in terms of like what I generally tend to listen to every day is like R&B, pop, and like 60s and 70s music, like Boston. I love like Nights in White, Shadow from... uh, Taylor shade of white, you know, things like that. Like there, I listen to a lot of things, you know, <laughs> I listen well, to a lot of different types of music. Me, you have to send me like a good, like 60s, 70s dance music playlist because 70s, I didn't have as much luck with 80s. I had a lot of luck and then going a little further back, I've had more luck and it's something very soothing about that, that. Oh, do you know Bang Bang by Nancy Sinatra? I know the song. I'm not like a huge fan that much. I don't okay. listen to a lot of na- Nancy Sinatra. That's I don't fair. listen to a lot of like Sinatra in general, to be honest. I, I do prefer... Hmm? Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, no, no. I was going to say, I do prefer like the Rat Pack on screen more so than I did their music. Got it. For me, it's not like a, oh, I just really want to listen to some Nancy Sinatra. It yeah. was like, I was trying to find songs to fit a certain mood. I was trying to get inspiration mm. for something. And that song hit, like, for the inspiration. It's kind of like, for those who've never heard the song, I almost feel like it's it gives you shades of, like, Scissors Kill Bill, if you ever heard that song, or Seek mm. and Destroy. It's like a similar theme, like, topic. So... Anyway, but it's obviously very different. So yeah, I've mostly listened to that. And then K-pop, of course. Honestly, Tomorrow by Together. That's really it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like every other song I feel like gives me bad luck. Especially Red Velvet. Have, have you guys noticed that Red Velvet music gives you bad luck? No. 
I did okay, not. Okay, which I've been listening to. I do want to correct myself. It's actually a whiter shade of pale. I don't know why I said a paler shade of white. I feel like I was like on a spotlight at this moment <laughs> at the time when I was saying those songs. Honestly, like, hey. but that makes sense though. Like the yeah, order yeah. you said it in yeah. makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I I do get into these moods sometimes where I kind of want to listen to just like, I think Apple Music has really enabled that because they do give really good options. So like if I do pull up like Simon and Garfunkel, then I know I'm going to listen to like the birds as well and like the Moody Blues and like, you know, some of these groups. And like if I listen to 80s, I do I do think personally 80s is like the best decade of music. I'm sorry, guys. That's just my opinion on it. Whatever. But, but that's kind of just facts, though. <laughs> like, over, exactly. like, if you think about it, overall, every genre of music was good, like, had really good moments in the 80s. Like, you can't really say that about, like, like for example, 2000s country is terrible for the most part. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? But, like, 80s country is not so bad. Like, every genre of music had highlights in the 80s, right. but not in every other decade. So I agree with you. No, I agree. So like, I do get into this mood. So like, I have been listening to more so like, a lot of like, I guess they, they're called more like white, I like blue eyed soul or whatever. So like man eater, George Michael, for sure. I've been listening to some wham as well. David Bowie and his Ziggy Stardust era, which I guess technically is like the 70s, not so much the 80s, but whatever. And I also have been listening to K-pop, but it's more so just like, just old stuff. So like, if you guys listen to our best of our Nyan Awards for 2023, you know, I said, I like, I wasn't joking when I said that I still listen to the songs that were on my list from like 2022. So like, I've listened to like Dilemma by A-Pink. I've listened to actually to a lot of A-Pink. And some old Taeyeon, some old and new Jess, because Jessica came back as well, too. And then just, like, Tony Braxton, Girls Aloud. I've been listening to a lot of Girls Aloud. They're on tour, which is very exciting. I did think about buying a ticket and going to London to see them, but it's not in the budget this year, unfortunately. So if you guys want to crowdsource a ticket for me to go to London, that'd be great. But, yeah, I've been listening to, like, Girls Aloud, Lil Mix, The Saturdays. Those are, like, my go-to for Britpop kind of stuff. And then just like I like moody music, so like, um, what's that guy who sings "Take Me to Church"? Hosier. Like I like moody, sort of depressing music sometimes. That was such a terrible era of the internet, though. <laughs> but I know. But I I love. Oh, I mean, "Take Me to Church" was like yeah, and I feel like they tr- they played it a lot of places because it was popular and not because it fit because if you like listen to the lyrics of that song you're like why why is he performing it at the victoria's secret you know like when they used to have those, like, shows you know like why is he performing this song take me to church like are you listening to the lyrics and it's not even a fast song but <laughs> but yeah i've been listening to like a lot of like more lyrical moody music so mumford and sons taylor swift i love cardigan i will always love cardigan i don't care what anyone says about it and like Scott and Sam Smith and the Veronicas and Feist and Kelly Clarkson. So I've been all over the map. I'll be very honest. Okay, guys, just all over the place. But I've really been getting back into music because I feel like I was not listening to music as much as I used to. And that's really hard for you to discover new music as well. So I've been trying to like 
plug in to what's popular a little bit more. It's not working because I generally don't like most of the modern music, but <laughs> it does mean that I've been listening to a lot of older stuff again <laughs> and discovering older music. So yeah, that's me, as convoluted as all that sounds. Actually, the song that I'm listening to the most late recently is Young Hearts Run Free by Candy Station, Star Staten. And that song is so fun. It's, I'm pretty sure it's a song everybody knows. You just don't know that you know it because it's one of those like disco. Everybody hurts sometimes. No, it's Young Young Hearts Run Free. Da, 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 da. Yeah, they play that in gay clubs a lot. Yeah, I'm not surprised. But <laughs> yeah, it's really uh, okay, thank you, Ash. <laughs> yeah, it's a really popular like disco S song. So like yeah, that makes sense. I... Okay, Ash. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been in a music mood lately. Like I just I don't know, I've just been doing other things with my time other than like listening to music. But I've been listening to like a little bit of just like <sighs> same stuff that I usually listen to which is like show tunes and like I listen to YouTube music so it has like a it has the same thing like Spotify and the other music platforms have where it like has a look back on your year and like shows you like the songs and stuff you listen to what was your most listened to artists and stuff so like I would go back through that a little bit but by the time this comes out this the article will probably be out, but I am going to be speaking with Black Swan soon. So I've been listening to their two recent songs recently, Karma and Cat and Mouse. And Cat and Mouse is a low-key, like, underappreciated song. I actually like it quite a bit. I feel like it didn't make a lot of, like, waves when it came out, like, unlike Karma. But I actually like that song more. So... Yeah, if you are looking for any more K-pop songs to add to your list, try Cat and Mouse. It's not bad. Okay. I did hear about it. It was quite popular on, like, the internet, but I think more, like, international fans. And also, I follow a lot of Black K-pop fans who support Fatu and mm-hmm. hence support Black Swan. I can't remember if I listened to it, though. Interesting. Fit like Cinderella, make a piano. <laughs> All right, so let us get into our poll, and I'm going to let Jimin <laughs> take it. Why do you always let me do the poll? Okay, <laughs> so there's been a lot of controversy about this topic on the internet lately, and this the topic that I'm talking about is the whole who is the it boy or the it girl of X generation. And here lately, there's been a lot of conversation because for some reason, what? Well, First, I thought that it had been settled that the fourth gen it boy was Yeonjun from TXT, but apparently a lot of people don't agree with that. I don't know why, but whatever. Bad taste is bad taste. Um, so I decided with all this controversy of who's the fourth gen it boy, a more interesting question to me is who's the third gen it boy? Because if you think about it, even though Thurgen has really big groups like BTS, Seventeen, EXO, you know, the other ones, <laughs> it's not very clear that any one member is, one, bigger than their group, and two, 
like the the most influential like the the guy that we look to to be like oh what is he gonna do next like he's so cool and he's handsome and he's unproblematic relatively because like several people on this list are very problematic but, but we we digress so i just you know want to actually the problematic thing is definitely not a requirement to be a hit boy because if g dragon can be an hit boy anybody can right. so with that being said, we wanted to know who the listeners think that Thurgeon Itboy is. And now you can write in something like, you know, replying to the tweet or something like that. Or just like, you know, mention adding us on Twitter. But we did give you options based on extensive research. We did very thorough research. We actually did, guys. We <laughs> got our scholar caps on and we went hunting on the internet to see, you know, who people sort of thought were the it boys of the generation or it girls of the generation um just to see if it kind of matched what we thought and for the most part it did but there were some surprises on these lists guys and honestly one of these one of the people on the list was highly contested <laughs> and hella self-indulgent but you know we yes. move but yeah <laughs> it's yeah so we put the work in because you know we didn't want to just we're not like these Twitter pages and whatever who just be putting things out for a reaction. We actually want to know. Like, we, we're very interested in this. <laughs> so. Yes, we very much want to know. So we're going to give you the options now. Yes. No more playing with your, toying with your expectations. So the contestants, <laughs> nominees, yeah. nominees for Virgin It Boy are, one, Byun Baekhyun, two, Jackson Wang, three, Cha Anu, or four, John Jungkook. And I guess we should also be clear. Jungkook from BTS, Jackson from GOT7, Baekhyun from EXO, and Anu from Astro, even though you probably don't even know what Astro is, but you do know what Anu is. So. I mean, that um, tells you enough about why he's on this list. <laughs> he's on the list. Um, no disrespect to Astro. I actually like some of Astro's music. It's just- I do. Blue Flame. It is very- very clear to me that people there are child Inu fans and then there are astro fans <laughs> like like it's a very different thing so who do you all think i'm gonna go ahead and give my answer it's probably super controversial to say this i think that if you consider global like overall not global as in international but global as in like in every aspect this person is probably the most like covered and people are like seeking his approval and his attention this is so controversial i think jackson wing is probably the third genet boy i was not <laughs> expecting that because okay viewers when i mentioned jackson went to be on this list and i gave reasons for him to be on this list jim was like oh well i don't know i don't know so <laughs> i'm really interested now because the jungkook was the reason we put this you, like you decided to do this poll so like it's kind of interesting to see the switch to jackson okay yes. okay okay i think okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna justify this because when i think of it boy it's mm -hmm. not just, are you popular, right? Like, obviously that's a component, but it's also, are you influential? It's, do the girlies want to be like you? It's, what ha impact have you left? And if you look at Jackson, Jackson really kind of has set, like, paved out, like, a way, if that makes sense, for certain things. First, I feel like he was doing acrobatics in K-pop when it wasn't really considered cool to do it and made it look cool. So that's one thing he added. 
He also, you know, we we didn't call him Chinese DMX for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> he also another thing that really made me pick Jackson is I think Jackson is seen as seen as like a cool K-pop idol. I don't know how to explain it, but like I was telling that earlier that like I have seen Jackson meet like NBA players who are like even though I personally think most NBA players are straight up corny and lames, right. I do think that a lot of people look at them and think, oh, they're cool for some reason. Like, I don't know how you can look at LeBron James and think he's anything other than a wine mom, but people think that he's cool. And if NBA players think you're cool, I think that you probably are cool. <laughs> and it's in your fashion. It's in the people that you meet. What do people say about you when you leave the room? And usually people say good things about Jackson. Like seriously, and Jackson hangs out with like rappers over here who are considered cool by like people it you know worldwide. Jackson hangs out with rap, like you know K-pop people and K-pop people think he's cool. The only people that I've ever seen think Jackson is not cool are BTS members. But BTS members individually are considered corny. So <laughs> I'm like I'm not sure how much their opinion matters. And one more thing I want to say. There was this viral tweet that was so funny. I forgot exactly what it said, but it was like if you see Jackson Wang's name in a fan fiction, you know he's throwing a party. <laughs> like, I don't know why that, like, it was so funny to me. But the fact that so many people agree with it lets me know that he has, like, he's got name recognition. He's right. got people who, like, he he's one of those idols where even if you stand a group, you know him, and he's probably friends with the person you stand. That is my rationale. It's a very long explanation, but... I had to do that because he's got some serious competition on this list. So currently Jackson's in Paris for Louis Vuitton's fashion show or something. Oh my God. And he's with, <laughs> he's with Rich the Kid, who I assume is a rapper, yes. while Rich the Kid is getting a tattoo. They're just hanging out. That's what Jackson, Jackson is right now. <laughs> That's what Jackson is doing right now. Let me tell you, Jackson is a complicated person, yes. You know, he's had some issues, some problematic things in the past, yes. But I would say, like, Jungkook, yes, is, you know, obviously doing a lot of things with his last, his latest album. And, you know, he had a song with Usher. He had a song with Justin Timberlake, you know, that Harlow dude and Lotto. And so, like, obviously, he's he's doing big things, yes. But Jackson, I think with Jackson, what I like about him is that he doesn't, like, for him, it's about the art. It's not about how big you are. So, like... When he did the left right remix with Ciara, Ciara, right? Like that's cool because you wouldn't think that he would even know who XG is, you know, at his level. But he knows dope shit. So he knew about XG and was able to do a really cool song with Ciara. He did music with Rain. Like he has done music with like basically everybody on like on the planet regardless of where you're from. If you're cool, he'll make music with you. And I think that spirit is really what draws people to Jackson and why he's always all over the place and he's always hanging out with random ass people. We're mm -hmm. just like, oh, you know these Doing people. random okay. stuff. Right. Wait, and I want to add something to that too. I want to yeah. say, have you ever noticed that whenever they need a judge for these survival shows, Jackson's always one of the judges? Right. Come on now, that tells you something. And nothing against Jungkook or anything like that, but I just don't think anybody's thinking to themselves, waking up like, I want to dress like Jungkook today. Right. No, they're saying, I want to dress like Jackson. That's it. 
His Louis Vuitton line was sold out to the extent that he barely was able to get stuff from his collection. So come on, that's impact. Right. Wait, are you pick? Are you saying that you're picking Jackson too? Or are you just course, like, that was my option? That was why I, I said it. So yes, I picked Jackson as well. <laughs> I like here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think when it comes to like, I think these guys are it boys for different reasons. Like mm. for Jungkook, I'll be honest. I feel like he's an it boy because he's from an it group and he's the cute younger member. Like I think yes. that's really what his thing is. With Baekhyun, Baekhyun's seen like as an idol, but also a real artist. So people feel like I think a lot of Koreans specifically feel comfortable with being into his music because you know if they can reject the idol life, they like Baekhyun transcends that. It's like Taeyeon with with um, Girls Generation, right? Like there's certain people who are in idol groups, but they're considered quote-unquote artists and Zico right so mm -hmm. people feel more comfortable so I think Baekhyun in his own right is also an imp boy and is very popular and is very comparable to everybody on this list Cha Unwoo we know he's hot his acting not so great Astro not they were at their height probably a C-level group I, I like I, I'm gonna be honest I think they made great music but I also like they just never really popped he always overshadowed this group unfortunately and that's just what how that works unfortunately and so I do think for me like they're all it boys in their own way but I do think there's something about Jackson that's sort of just so global and since k-pop wants to be so global right now I feel like that that puts him a little bit above the rest so that's why I picked Fair. him uh, okay, Ash. Um, I like what Nat said about them all being it boys in their own way. I think if you're tabulating it on a scale of like, <sighs> like, I don't know how you would do it, like Google Trends or something. I don't know. Then Jungkook would probably be at the top just because they're like recency bias, but. I think they all have their reasons for being, like Nat said, that like the the it boy of whatever their niche is, like whatever whatever like fandom, whatever like area that they occupy. You know, there's a reason they're the it boy of that like area. So, yeah. Okay, did you pick somebody or was you co-signing it? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm mostly co-signing. Yeah, yeah, she picked Jackson Wing too. Okay, wow, we it's really funny. Agreed. Right, it's really funny because he wasn't even on the list at the beginning. But was <laughs> at it like seconds before we went live, <laughs> and yet he's somebody that we all picked. But yeah, it's I'm funny. actually really interested, guys, because we actually almost put Kai on the list and. You know, we, yes. we went back. We discussed this a lot more than we probably should have, but we discussed this a lot, guys. So, do let us know what you think and who you would put as the it boy. If you don't agree with our choices, if you think it's like, I don't know, someone from Seventeen, Mingyu, or something, you know, like let us know because there were a lot of names floating around on the internet, and we had trouble kind of putting it into this like four choice window, like Kang Daniel, right? Yes, uh, yeah, because. So. I, I feel like I still feel like maybe Condale or King Daniel should have been on there, but right. Uh, but anyway, okay, fun. I love this. Now, yeah. I guess it's time to talk about future it boys and girls. Well, I mean, <laughs> some of these people have already debuted, and also let's be real, none of these people are <laughs> okay. Anyway, 
I'm just joking. Uh, I'm excited to hear about comebacks and debuts. Yeah. What, what are we doing today? So we are going to just listen to some of the comebacks that just came out. So like there, it's the beginning of the year. I think more people are gearing up for a comeback than who have actually come back. Because if they were coming back now, they would have had to do their promotions at the end of last year, which is like end of year show, Christmas, New Year's kind of stuff. So it's it's not a great time, I think, for people to like have their comebacks ready. So like there is a lot of people who are coming back. So like Lehigh is coming back with My Beloved, IU with Love Wins, AB6 with Grab Me, Wendy from Red Velvet's going to have her solo comeback. Sister 19 is going to come back tomorrow, actually, with No More My Boy. CIX is coming back with Lovers and or Enemies. Pentagon Sweet came back is coming back with Mbop, which I now I'm just looking at okay. it I'm like wait, like Mbop from. I'm about to say <laughs> that's I'm pretty sure illegal, but you know. <laughs> well, it's Mbop. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to be able to tell the difference. <laughs> so I mean. Hanson, I don't know if Hanson's still touring. Maybe they need the money. Maybe they're going to come after Pentagon Tweet. We'll see. I used to have the biggest crush on Hanson when I was little. Really? No, no, oh, yes. So cute. <laughs> I mean, they were they were definitely like very approachable, I think, as a group. Like, I went through like a light colored haired white boy phase where <laughs> I even, did I tell you about my Hayden Christensen phase? No. No. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, so off topic, just real short. I've been real. I've been watching Star Wars, right? Like in the chronological order of like the actual world. So I did do like episode one, two, and I'm on the Clone Wars right now. Hayden Christensen can't act. I need someone to explain to me how he beat everybody to pay to play Anakin Skywalker because it doesn't make sense to me. He is an awful actor. Like good looking, maybe that's what won people over, but. Definitely, because oh, oh, I've actually seen him. I've actually seen him in some Tubi originals, and <laughs> <laughs> even like twenty, thirty years later, it, it's so funny to me because he's gotten better. Yeah, but like, part of me wonders if like he was okay, but like he just, you know, the whole joke about like George Lucas is a terrible screenwriter because notoriously and famously natalie portman also was like terrible in star wars right <laughs> Even though we know she she's a good actress so right. like yeah, everybody's saying that like george lucas just makes makes you a worse actor. <laughs> and but that being said it was a tubi original so i don't know if hayden christensen actually is a good actor if he was just dealing with a basket like i don't know what's going on but I will agree with you that in Star Wars, yeah, that was not a good experience. <laughs> you just mentioning to be originals makes me think of that Cat Williams interview. <laughs> and when he's like, you can't find his specials on Tubi. Because <laughs> everything is on Tubi. Oh my God. <laughs> I watched that whole interview and I laughed so hard. Oh my Cat God. Williams is straight up unhinged. Like <laughs> Like, they need to lock that man away. Oh, okay. Focus. Okay. So, yes, we are (laughs) going to go through some of the comebacks that have happened. There's not a lot. As I said, it's it's a bit light on the ground today, guys. I'm actually really excited, though, to hear. Obviously, I like only one of. I think. 
think I might have a bias in SF9, but we'll get to that. And also, y'all know I've always rooted for InMix. I said a long time ago that they were the most talented fourth gen girl group, but we'll see what Dash is. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get into it. So yeah. I guess we can start yeah. with Cheyenne with Good Morning, whoever Cheyenne is. So Yenna was a member of Eyes One and she's been a soloist basically this whole time because she didn't have a group to go to. And yeah, her music for me has been hit or miss. Okay. But she lately has been on like the Olivia Rodrigo kind of like train. Like that's her lady, so. Mm. So she was in Eyes One but can't afford yeah. a more expensive whiskey music video? Well, I think she's with a smaller company. She's not like with a big company as a soloist. Oh. So you mean to tell me when they disbanded Eyes One, they just decided to give these girls to anybody? Yeah, basically whoever wanted to sign them is who where they went. Some of some of them they did have companies. Like the members of Eyes were two of them were in Eyes One. So they had company to go back to. But yeah, if you didn't, then you could kinda of sign with anybody. You know what's okay, interesting about this song? What? She's dressed like she wants to be doing an anime OST. Yeah. This song sounds like a Disney Channel original a little bit. <laughs> it also sounds anime-ish too, like the song. That's true, but I do think it needs to be a little more edgy to me. Yeah, it definitely needs to be more rocky and less poppy. Yeah. That's why I said, like, I feel like this is... You could easily imagine this in Camp Rock, you know? Right. Not probably not. You know, Walmart's Hannah Montana. Rock, so yeah, y'all are like a thousand years old. Um, Hannah Montana. I mean, I've never watched an episode <laughs> of Camp Rock, but I mean, I did watch things with the Disney Camp Rock is definitely a movie. <laughs> oh, see? There you go. There you go. Uh, well, yeah, Hannah I Montana. Wait, so what was, the, what was the equivalent when you guys are coming up to like a Disney Channel original? Kids Bop. <sighs> Pepper N, to be honest, when I was like, Ooh. yeah, younger. I'm trying to think of yeah. who else. The things that I watched were like Pepper N, and I watched The Weekenders. I really like The Weekenders. The tween live action shows? Like... Yeah, well, Raven, I think when I was in high school, Raven was on the air. So that was oh, a I watched a lot of Nickelodeon tween wow. stuff until I got into like high school or preteen, and then I was like totally all about MTV. I watched WB, I'm gonna be very honest, from like, I was, like, from the era of Felicity, and I was too young to be watching Felicity, but I was watching Felicity, I watched Buffy, I watched, I didn't actually watch One Tree Hill when it aired until like the sixth season, but I did watch like, Popular, Boys and Girls, and Angel, and like, that kind of era of WB. So, I feel like all the things you're naming, Matt, yeah. is, I feel like that's kind of like, making me feel like, if you were born before like the 90s, you really never were a tween. Like I think that only people born in the 90s had a tween mm -hmm. era where you're like 13 and you're not quite old enough to like really watch One Tree Hill, but you're not so young that you're like watching Pepper Ann or whatever. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. I mean, also I watched a lot of anime like on YTV too. So oh, yeah, I like- real weeb because anime yeah. was hard to get back then. Well, YTV was like really good about it. Like they aired like Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball like 
in the early 90s, I guess, when it was not really wow. a popular thing. And like I watch Gundam Wing, I watch Escafloni on there. I watch the other Gundams as well. The only thing that I think, I, I don't know if it was actually on there, but like Naruto and that stuff, I don't know if it was actually on there. But like Witch, Witch Hunter Robin, like there's a lot of shows on there that like, are not like very well-known anime, but they aired on YTV. Just like the stuff from the WB aired on YTV because we didn't really have the WB, I guess, as a channel mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Honestly, before I was 12, I we didn't have like BT and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> so yeah. I was like a much music girl. 12. Like Disney yeah. Channel was like a special thing you had to like pay extra for. So Right, I it was like cable, cable. Too. Yeah, Not just regular cable. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm interesting. Okay. Well, that was an interesting detour into like growing up in the 90s versus growing up in the 2000s. I feel like growing up in 2000s, I definitely had a lot of age appropriate stuff. So that oh, being said, though, let's get into Inmix's dash. Oh, I guess we did not like. <laughs> yeah, we talked through it. So right, you know. right. Oh, I was not expecting this. Are they the FX of this generation? Mm, they're not cool enough. <laughs> no, FX had this like unnatural canniness of being cool, regardless of what they did and what their concepts were. I don't think any. I don't think anybody has matched them to this day. The vocals in this little pre-chorus section are going crazy. So good. Maybe Inmix is actually the GOT7. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like they all are. It's like it's so clear they're talented. But I feel like they're suffering from the JYP like production problem, where like they, they have hits, but not every single song is a hit. Yeah, not they don't know how to market it. them properly. Exactly, exactly. They don't really have an identity to me. Right. Because like this they is not just market them as a talented group. Right. A we vocal don't have, group. Like, vocal groups. Yeah anymore yeah. right so other than like mm-hmm. mama moo and mama moo ain't making music anymore so yeah <laughs> i don't know what mama moo is doing but yeah making music is not one of those things like i feel like and with this song i feel like the pre-course is really good yeah the verse i don't even remember the verses and then the chorus is good at this part it's a very throwback feel the, the right. main part of the chorus is a little bit grating. Yeah, the I want to dash, I want to dash. Oh! Should they this just is what they're up. up. Yeah, they did. This is because this is what they're known for. <laughs> like multiple concepts in the same song. Their choreo is all is like so interesting to me. Mm, I just want to continue my pace. I guess we everybody just wearing do rags these days. I don't know. I mean, they need to hold, keep their hair down. Okay. Very, very slick. They hair down. 
they need to do a proper live of this showing like the harmonies i think if they do that yeah. i think they're gonna get a lot more people on their side because the song what's is actually one not bad thing called that what's that show that the idols go on where they sing their songs like it's live no 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 studio two or or, or no, no, no studio no. two is more of a performance um, dingy dingo dingo Dingo. Yes. Yeah, but the show is it, called it, It's Live. That's when they all oh, have Oh, is it? Food. I'm sorry. They I'm perform sorry. in front of the group, the like the band. Yeah, I think it's called It's Live. Dingo has like, I think Dingo music is like the channel and they have different things on the channel, like different types. Cause they also have that one where everybody goes and does their group songs or like does like their, their best of and they do like a compilation. I can't remember what that one's called now. But yeah, there's a lot of different shows like that now. But yeah, It's Live. But I think also too, I think that they just give them mics and say, sing that chorus or whatever. Okay. It would work. I don't mean to take our attention off of this very meaningful and thorough review, <laughs> but why does Park Jin Young's nickname say the Asian soul? That's what he calls himself. Do y'all see that? Yeah. yeah. That's, what that's, that's what he can say. Are you serious? He, he thinks oh, he's for, the Asian James Brown. Yeah. He, he's called himself that for a long time. Are, for real? Yeah. That's the first time I'm hearing that. That's so <laughs> shocking to me. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. That's what he's called himself okay. for forever. When he was w putting on fake afros and doing the disco. Yeah, like no. that's what he's always called himself. He, All right. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a lot. He's, he's such a, a blackaboo. <laughs> like, girl. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to Minho with Stay for a Night. Is this Che Minho? No, it's Minho from Shiny. Yes, Che Minho. I'm going to need you to keep up. Oh, right. You're right. I forgot that's his last name. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, one of the things that I remember him most for is when he was doing something with Girls' Generation. And one of the members, her last name is Che as well. And she's like, you have to, you have to help me because we're both Che's. Like they're they're not even actually related, but it was one of those things that I remember. I'll be honest, I feel like I've only listened to one of his solo songs, so I don't know what more than me. he brings to the table as a soloist. That's why I wanted to listen to it. it. One thing that's clear to me is that SM idols do still get vocal training because yes. he's improved. Absolutely. I'm not saying it's great, but it's definitely much better than what it used to be. And also, this song is a little bit of a vibe. It but is. I feel like I feel like a, um, it does make me wonder what different singers would sound like on it. I don't know who though. Dio. Uh, so Dio. Said, oh, Beckyon. But Dio also it. said that he. I heard. Oh, I don't know if he said it, but I saw someone say on the internet that he said his next comeback is going to be an R&B one. I don't know. We'll see. Listen, listen. I will be the first person in line for the tickets to the concert, honey. I like. One I, thing. I said basically he could do a whole R&B album of remakes of songs like you know I want to know by Joe and like all this kind of stuff, and I would still buy that. I would still I buy just, that. I would actually buy that first in line. I was thinking Dio and Jehan should form their own TGT. <laughs> yes. It's just like I feel like they have the voices. You know, you know what kind of voice I'm talking about. Right, to like right. really do like R and B or LSG. Really My body all over your body, babe. Like. <laughs> I don't Come know on, SM. For that kind of. 
nastiness. But yeah, him and Jaehan have those kind of voices that really would go crazy on that kind of music. Right. So here's the thing, guys. Even though we're talking, like the song is actually not bad. It's good. It's not, yeah, it's I not, think it's, yeah, it's chill. It's very chill, easy listening, and it's it, it literally. I have no critiques really because I think the song moves in a logical way. I don't think Minho sounds bad. No. The song is also cool. Like the uh, topic is really a good topic. Yeah, and the MV is kind of like they put budget in it, but not like it's not like a title track. So mm -hmm. I, I mean, I can respect that because he's he's put his time in at SME. These are the most regular looking Korean people I've ever seen. Right. Like in a music like, video. Like, right. Like they found them literally off the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and nothing's wrong with that. I just mean, yeah. I mean it in a really good way. Like it's right. really refreshing to see people who are not idolified. So, okay, right. Minho, I like that. And I usually I never really paid that much attention to him. So, okay. Well, here's the other JYPE group. I don't know why oh, JYP yeah. had Itzy and and Mix come back at the same time. Yeah, especially since Itzy is oh my god, the girls are like greatly exaggerating Itzy's downfall. Like I think it's, they're doing too much. Absolutely. Like they're saying, should Itzy just disband? And I'm like, okay. I don't even like their music, and I wouldn't say that. Yeah, and especially with Leah being on like a sabbatical at this point mm -hmm. for the comeback in the world tour, people are just like going crazy. Like, they can't even come back. They shouldn't have come back as a four member group. But I'm like, okay, please explain to me. Does it feel like they're missing a member right now? Because it don't feel like that for me. And I actually listen to their music. So, uh, well, God bless you for doing the Lord's work and listening <laughs> to their music. But I agree that people are being too dramatic. Okay, this chorus kind of hits. This is such a second gen chorus. I like it. Ash, are you exhaling carbon dioxide and inhaling oxygen? I am here. You don't have anything to say. This is your kind of music, girl. You know what it hey. is? Ash has favorites. If it's not twice or red velvet, <laughs> Ash ain't really trying to hear it. Also, she will listen to FX21 and SNSD. That's about it. That pre course was. Pretty good, yeah. I will say, there's two concepts I'm getting tired of. Okay. For boy groups, I'm getting tired of the youth concept. Y'all are 72 years old. There's no reason <laughs> for you to still be talking about wanting to be a rebellious youth. Right. Girls, I am so tired of the women empowerment thing. Like, girl, Destiny Shout did it already, and they did it perfectly. I do not also, need to hear <laughs> what. Oh, sorry, no. I would say also, shoot, Miss A did. They have their own song called "Independent Women," or no, so they have a song called "I Don't Need a Man." And you know, 
I feel like they did enough for Korea at that point. Like that sounds. Good. <laughs> they did enough for Korea. <laughs> yeah, I don't need a man. They did. They did their feminist empowerment thing, and it's better than what most of these other groups have been doing. So, do you think a girl, a K-pop girl group, would ever do like a like a scissor concept, like a toxic femininity, like? Absolutely not. I, I need a man. <laughs> yeah, it'll be more like I need a man than I don't need a man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Sorry I mean, Irene got sh- like crapped on for walking around with a feminist book. Not even like she was reading it in public. She just had the book in her hand. She could have been holding it for somebody, and she got hated for like on by netizens. So I feel like there's no way that these girls would do like you know, uh, he got it coming kind of envy. No, <laughs> I really want to see a K-pop girl group do a like a concept where it's like. Listen, I hate being independent. I want a man, okay? I want to be codependent. <laughs> like, I, I don't know why that would be so funny to me. <laughs> I think it's because it would be like the exact opposite of like what all the groups are doing now. That's probably would be the only reason why I would like it, but or like laughing with it, at it. But anyway, I don't know why. That was such a random thought, but I'm just like, somebody needs to just do a scissor concept <laughs> so we can move out of this. Like, Who do you think would be able to do that though, right? Like, the only there's nobody I can think that can pull off the age, like the maturity required for it. But like there are people that I feel like can pull off the general. I don't know. I have to think about it. Let me think about it, and I'll come back to it. So I actually is, haven't heard this song, so yeah, only one of them dopamine. They're like, ooh, we worked out, so you guys are gonna see it. I, I know. Looks like that. <laughs> They're like the only group that's like constantly naked these days. <laughs> his weave looks great. It, it looks like they combed it's it. because they blended it with his real hair. And they combed it. Because <laughs> a lot of times they don't look like they be combing the weave. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. That was such a... Are you racist against Calvin Klein? And I was like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> like these shots are so unnecessary. They're literally so unnecessary. <laughs> Not really feeling their choreography. It looks kind of silly when they do like the little dopamine, dopamine. I don't think I've been paying attention to the choreography. I'm I mean, like these shots got me like, whoa. <laughs> What are we selling? <laughs> what kidding. are they selling? Is this a Calvin Klein ad? Listen, if you go to just... all these brands flashing. There's so many breasts out <laughs> that I'm like, okay. What I think two storylines they used to do. Well, that was like, I guess the last on album concept, right? Now they're trying to maybe make, do like a more traditional thing? Probably, I don't know. Yeah. I just, you know, it's kind of interesting for me, like the fact that they're like so like 
I'm gonna show you every, my chest and, and pose and shit. Is that I'm used to that more so from groups that have like more beast concepts. And like there are a couple of guys okay. here who look like they, you know, they do have like workout with weights and stuff, but they're giving more twink than anything. So I just that's why I guess it's really interesting. Okay. Because hmm. I'm used to like 2 p.m. You know what I mean? Monster okay. X. Mm -hmm. I think that's I think, a Korea thing too, though. Like, I feel like in Korea, you're not allowed to have your shirt off as a man unless you literally look like Hikyon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no <laughs> in between, right? Yeah. It's no, literally illegal. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. The song wasn't that bad, actually, but I was just yeah. so distracted. <laughs> they were things. selling us so many like different brands like i was right. like literally every other shot was like a glamour shot with like a brand in there right so this b1a4 which is like an old group and this is their yeah. comeback with rewind i think they maybe they all just came back from the military or something i don't know i haven't heard do you know apparently they really do manufacture albums like this in korea like k-pop albums really yeah, like, like it's like, well, I don't know how true it is, but I did watch a, so TXT did something for one of their pro album promotions where basically they went and like manufactured their own albums. Mm -hmm. Like, well, really they just volunteered at the factory that does it. And yeah. it's like people literally putting the albums together. And I'm like, y'all ain't got robots for that yet. <laughs> well, I hope not. We still need people to work. Like people need Okay, that. that's a good point. <laughs> In my brain, I'm like, yeah. Most of these type of like, like, quote unquote, unskilled labor are honestly automated and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, are they paying Petty Riley for this? Because this New Jack Swing stuff that's going on here is a bit obvious. Okay, I didn't. I don't think I really heard it yet, but I wasn't paying attention either. Yeah. It's heavy in the chorus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Aren't they supposed to be a vocal group or am I tripping? No, they're more of a K-pop, K-pop group. Oh, okay. I they love just, how you said that as if it's like contradictory with the word vocal. Well, I mean, it, it is. <laughs> vocal, <laughs> group, vocal groups are very, you know, specific subset of K-pop. Not every group even has a vocalist. Okay, but even they, the dance moves are giving Bobby Brown. Right. But, okay. okay, so this group had a lot more members before. I just realized it's only four of these guys. <laughs> like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they had five members. Okay, I knew they were a bigger group. That's why I was like, that's not how a lot confused. more than that. But okay, I know. one more. Well, I mean, I actually, I didn't really know much about this group, so I thought they had more than that. I thought they were like a seven member group or something like that, but it was a five member group. And now they have three members left because they lost. Jin oh, Jin Young was actually like a really popular member of this group, like as a songwriter. And an actor, so interesting that they're continuing without him. I will say that they, in the last, last chorus, they had like this post rock effect. I really like that, but oh, I can't wait until these people stop wearing these type of suits. <laughs> the drowning in it suit, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, is one of the members in the military then? I think they might have just come back from the military. That's why this is their comeback. Okay, I'm asking because there's only three people here. You said there were four in the group. No, there's five originally, but they left. Two members left. I thought one yeah. member left. Okay. No, they lost 
two members, so this is like their official comeback as a three-member group. Okay, that was Rewind. Kind of generic, no. not gonna lie. Now was we it? have SF9 with Bibora. Bibora. I, I wonder if it's like Pipora, like, like you know, P like Rain and then Bora. Mm. I don't know what Bora would be. There's many different things that could be, depending on if it's supposed to be a verb. Oh, let's see what they say in the, what they do in the chorus. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, wait, I also need to show y'all the father of my my friend's children. <laughs> hmm. Sounds actually not bad. This is the father of my friend's children's baby father. This is my the father of my friend's children right here. I feel like I've seen a lot of things about this guy lately on the internet. Bad or good? No, good. Like, I mean, more so like he's hot. You know, I want to do all these sorts of things to him, kind of thing. He literally, like, okay. I'm not saying this, like, he, he's very hot. But he's so distinctive to me because he straight up just doesn't look Korean to me. Like he looks, mm. he kind of reminds me of Zayn. Like, and Zayn is like half white, half Pakistani. Right. Oh, I can see what he means. Especially with yeah. that hair. Mm-hmm. And, and also when he's not in hella BB creamed up, like you can see his natural skin tone. He's like several shades darker than the rest of them. He is so hot. But unfortunately, I think he already has a baby daddy, so. <laughs> you you laugh, but I'm kind of serious. This dude right here, I think it's his baby daddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. They are. <laughs> I'm like so like not connected with things. <laughs> I'll have to explain it later. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a stupid thing. It's like a K-pop Twitter thing. Oh, like they're a top ship? They're like... I don't know if they're a top ship or if they just are very... They just do things that I'm like, okay, girl. Well, maybe they're seeing what the BL world is doing for these girls, for the for like a lot of like the actors and stuff, and they want a little piece of that. Listen, I support LGBTQ activities. <laughs> As we all do, or all should, yes. I was gonna say, there's a lot of people that definitely don't. Yeah. Especially well, you know, South Korea. when I first said, as we all do, I thought I was meaning more me, you, and Ash. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, I wait, maybe, maybe you think I mean like globally. And then I was like, that's why I amended it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, K pop stands are very homophobic, but yes, you're right. right. Unless it's the, unless, okay, they're homophobic until they can use it to like one up. Like, well, no, Rap Monster supports LGBT. What is your idol done today? <laughs> like, you know, one of them things. I kind of feel like at some point, too, they're kind of heterophobic as well, too. Cause like when, like K pop bands, because when the things came out, like the rumors came out about V and Jenny, these people were acting like, like it was illegal for him to be with a woman. Like it was crazy. What? Who? <laughs> Did you not hear some of those Twitter spaces where people are literally on there crying? 
after Ooh, like okay their... i took that i took that kind of stuff i don't really know that much about it yeah. but i always thought that like it was kind of a given that like k-pop fans don't want their opas to date because they want their opas to be with them but i never thought it was like oh you're straight i'm crying i always thought it was like oh you're with you're in a relationship i'm crying you know what i mean yeah no because like when I remember there's one specific one that got passed, like it was like a recording of this Twitter space that I like a lot of people had passed along and stuff like that. It was this girl crying because she's like, you know, I know deep down that he doesn't like her and he is married to I don't know if it was Jimin or Jungkook. I don't know. I don't know what the top ship in BTS is. I don't care. But like they were the way that they were talking about it was like you know, he was conforming, I guess, to heteronormative behavior because of society and that it's wrong because he's LGBTQ and he should be proud of it. And it was like, he's wrong because girls are ew kind of thing. It was really strange. It There are places on the internet that I really wish did not exist, but they do. Okay. Okay. So one, I want to say... <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to say heterophobia should be supported because that, <laughs> but <laughs> I, will, I will say, yeah, shippers are, can be very wild. And I don't doubt that that's probably what was going on because even that happened to Harry Styles and Larry, Larry right. Yeah, I'm even, you know. How dare you that, date a woman in real life? <laughs> in real life. Whenever the dude who can't who can't sing from One Direction, I remember that like you know. Liam. But I honestly, yeah. I honestly feel like a lot of that still comes from. Sorry, not Liam. Even, it doesn't even come from a Louis. 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 I, it doesn't yes. even come from a place of like, oh, I'm heterophobic or oh, well, he's gay. I think it comes from a place. Still comes from a place of like, how dare he be with anybody? That's like, you know what I mean? Because let's be real. Even if it did come out that like Taehyung, that Jenny was a beard and Taehyung is like dating whoever in BTS, you know, that they ship him with, they would still have a problem with that because again, that means he's off the market for them. I, I think these fans just are delusional. Like, I think they just don't want to realize that he don't want you, especially right. when you don't shower and you <laughs> be wearing diapers to the concert. But anyway, so, okay. Actually, I will say the rumor mill yes. in the Jenny group, like uh, group chats, um, from what I've heard anyways, is that Jenny and B have broken up. So, you know, maybe no, that's their dreams not are really coming is, true. I feel like that's a, I thought that was something we knew. <laughs> oh, I, I thought okay. that was a fact. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I, it's, it's one of those things that has really sort of gained momentum, I think. But I mean, for me personally, I wouldn't want Jennifer to date a man who don't claim her because he's afraid of his fans. So girl, if, He's not for you. He's not for you. And you know, she used to be following Lisa's. Right, right. Lisa dating a billionaire or a billionaire's son or something. So you is know, her like billionaire. Did I read somewhere that her billionaire is like hella problematic? Okay, well, all billionaires. I mean, but. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. To be quite honest, he's a white French dude. <laughs> no offense yeah. to the French, but or maybe it's... all offense. But right. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I definitely listen. I'm not. Oh my god, wait. Before okay, listen. We're gonna leave this in the episode because I feel like our listeners have to know this. So now that Miss Hallie has posted Baby Halo, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just feel like what are these reactions? I feel like 
I don't know. I really just hate when celebrities do the whole like get out of my business thing. Oh, let me post a whole picture of my baby. You, you know what I mean? Like it just kind of like irritates me a little bit because it's like I really, really, really like Chloe and Hallie. But I just feel like the way they carry themselves is kind of weirdly ratchet, considering that I don't, they don't come off as ratchet people, but they do ratchet behaviors. Like, be, like the, I don't know. I just do not like it when they're, it feels like that they're trying to gaslight their fans sometimes. I'd be like, girl, everybody knew you was pregnant. And then you told the whole internet that you wasn't basically and made people like, was telling people basically y'all crazy for thinking that I'm pregnant. And then you have this whole child. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong for thinking that I still like her. She's still probably a nice person. I don't know her, She, you know, but she's very talented, but like, I just, the whole controversy around that is so stupid to me. Like, why would you even, what's the point? You don't even have nothing to promote. Yeah. So here's the thing. I really I think her boyfriend, baby daddy, whatever, is a loser. So, and that, and that, like, she's a freaking Disney princess. Like, ma'am, you could definitely do better um, than basically a social media influencer. Cause I feel like that's what he does. But also, like, the whole thing with her and him trolling the internet because, you know, like, oh, we don't want rumors, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, first of all, that's his bread and butter. That's where he makes his money off the internet. That's why your baby already has a like TikTok account and Twitter account and like all that kind of stuff. So like you're clearly going to be profiting off of this child that you guys decided to have. And two, if you really didn't want people to talk about it and that's why you were doing the whole trolling thing, then maybe don't announce to the internet that you had a baby and now you're dropping a song with Demjodes about this baby where you're in the water with your pregnant butt like body and like I don't I'm just like if you don't want people to talk about something then don't give people things to talk about right. I, I, think, I feel that's like that's really annoying yeah don't do this whole like trolling thing because it, it's a bad look you're an actual celebrity like you're an actual artist you know you're not just like social media influencer kind of thing you're an actual like respected artist who has been on like so many huge stages and you're a Disney princess like you are better than this I, I personally think. But, hey, I don't know Holly. I don't know Chloe. They make good music, but both girls are not people that I think... It's not that I, I don't think highly of them, because I do. I respect their artistry and stuff like that. But they're... Maybe it's just, like, an age gap. I don't really get them. You know what I mean? Yeah, the extracurricular yeah. activities are just so unnecessary with them. Because right. Out of everybody, or all these new girlies, I feel like they have the most potential. Stop trying to fumble your back. But anyway, it's none of my business. I'm not trying. I I know I said a while ago that like I'm not related to this girl. It's, it's none of my business. Blah blah blah. But at the same time, it's just kind of annoying. I, right. I part of what I do on this podcast is keep up with celebrities. So having to keep up with that is very annoying. But with that being said. We are going from a definite loser to a <laughs> trash bag of a human being. Worse than that, a dumpster. So tell us what's going on with Che Jong-un. Oh, yeah, we're getting to the topics. <laughs> we're in the topics, guys. Ash, do you want to? Oh, sure. <laughs> I feel like this is the no. only way to get Ash to say stuff, okay? Ash, yeah. introduce the topics. <laughs> Okay, so first up we have 
Choi Jong-hoon. For those of you who don't remember, he is a convicted rapist. And he was recently, well, he was released, released from prison over two years ago. And now he's trying to make his way back into the world of entertainment. He's opened an account on this Japanese community platform called Fanacon, where fans can, I guess, talk with their favorite celebs for 5,000 won. And in an introductory statement, he told fans that he was thankful for them and that he wants to create a bright future with them. As far as what he did, he doesn't sound that remorseful about it. Apparently, he and his mother released statements where he said he has bad trauma and shock from this scandal. And he doesn't know what to say when you're coming at me with a recording device. That's what he said to the press. And then his mother said, why would you ask such things? It wasn't even a big deal. Pushes a reporter. And you're making such a fuss about it. God will punish you. So that's basically what they think of the entire situation. But yeah, I'm assuming based on this article from Asian Junkie that he only that his he got a two-year sentence for, well, he was convicted of what it says here, gang rape and other crimes. Let me see if I can get maybe a more spe- specifics about. It was him yeah, and, so and three others. Oh, go ahead, Nat. He was serving, yeah. So he served 2.5 years um, for these convictions. He was all connected to the Burning Sun stuff too, right? Like it was oh, like a okay. whole like big thing him and Jung Jun Young also awful and they they actually did get their sentences reduced I think as well too so it's yeah they're definitely a part of the whole like mocha camera thing like the golden phone kind of stuff that was going around at that time and yeah I mean Chris Wu got like what 15 years or something like that or 10 years for you know his actions in korea if you are convicted of gang rape not just rape but gang rape you only get two and a half years of a reduced sentence and yeah it's he's disgusting um if he had an accident in jail i mean i wouldn't be mad about it i'm just throwing i you know my opinion on it because i think people like that are disgusting and i hate when people throw god and stuff like that in there because you know you know i guess in this case i assume they're going with christianity because you know it's all about forgiveness but they forget in the old testament that god was really not about that if you fucked up you might have had to kill your son you know what i mean like there's a lot of stuff that was going on in the first in the old testament that people forget about they just want to talk about jesus forgives people and he died for our sins and all this kind of stuff and I think that gets me really annoyed because in, in, under Christianity, you probably should be dead right now. Like, no, like that's if you go by testaments, okay? If you go by the actual word in the Bible. So I don't know. I just, I really am really frustrated that his sentence is so low and that his, clearly he doesn't give a fuck. Clearly his fans in Japan don't give a fuck. Clearly 
the people in Japan who set this up don't give a fuck. And his mother clearly doesn't care. They're just like, I don't know. It's just another example of like people who commit crimes against women who are able to sort of continue on with their careers. And yeah, there's little hiccups here or there, but they're like, it seems like as long as they have a, fan, a loyal fan base, they're able to do whatever they want. Whereas, you know, actors who are under investigation end up having to, you know, go to extreme lengths, you know, in the end because they're just convicted. They're just like, not, they're under suspicion. They're not convicted of anything. They're not on trial for anything. Like, there's nothing to be charged at that point. But just the rumor mill is enough to cause people that type of stress and anxiety. And this motherfucker is like, I had such a rough time, guys. Life has been so bad for me. You know, I'm 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 hoping that I'm gonna be here and you guys are gonna help me be my best self. Like, no, 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 no. It's just another fucked up thing in this world, unfortunately. But yeah, that's my opinion on ass face. And I do love, once again, it reminds me of Hongi from FT Island, which is the group that this man used to be in, when a fan was like, don't give up on on this man because, you know, I guess they were trying to say that like they still supported him, whatever. The man Hungi was like, I give up. And that was it. Like, there's no he's out of the group. He's not in my life anymore. Fuck this dude. That was it. And I love that he Hungi was just like this is my feelings on it and I'm sticking to it. So I, I think that if we had more people, especially men out here who are just like, no, fuck this dude, you're X, Y, and Z. I think that public opinion would change a little bit more on, on, you know, the acceptance of these people back into like the entertainment space, especially in Korea. Oh my God. You know how many people in Korea have been convicted of things? like actual real life altering crimes and they're literally in dramas at this moment right now it's crazy but yeah that's my opinion on ass face anything else to <laughs> nope okay what's the next topic okay well so SM Entertainment has announced that all eight members of EXO are obviously continuing group activities under SM, but obviously some of the individual members have been signing up at different companies for their solo activities. And that includes Chen and Schumann, who are going to be joining Baekhyun at his new company, INB100. And according to a press release, apparently they will be, that company will be mutually cooperating with SM Entertainment. So something where they're going to be working together. And yeah. And then also XOCBX have their own company for individual activities, plus DO with company Susu. So yeah, I mean, this is kind of coming on the heels of Blackpink and their whole thing with YG where they're all doing their own thing as far as solo work outside of YG. So this is definitely something that's become more popular. And it's definitely 
kind of a feeling where idols don't seem to be as beholden to their company contracts anymore like it used to be with sm like the contracts were written in blood and you know there was all this blackmail <laughs> and, and everything going on now you know they're willing to you know bend a little bit more to you know at least keep the groups you know to keep them together for you know occasional group activities they're willing to give them, you know, more of what they want to at least have them be together for anything this SME may want. So anything to say on that, Nat? Uh, no, I'm really happy to see that they're thriving. And I feel like once you work hard enough to a certain extent, it's great that you're able to sort of call the shots in this sense. And obviously, you know, the third gen has really opened the door for like people to have their own companies. Obviously, second gen has done it too, and first gen with Shinwa and stuff like that too. But I think that after Got Seven, really like when they got their, they got all their masters and they opened their own company for their group, and they like did their own comeback and had a tour. Like I think they really started that mo like momentum for other groups like that were third gen and younger to do the same thing and to sort of have a hand in their own destiny. And I think that's really cool. Cause I mean, obviously there's a benefit for being with a big group and they are still technically with SME for their group stuff. So EXO, they, they still have those connections and, and, and things, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what this means for them as CBX and obviously as soloists now as well, too. I'm sure that me is not going to miss the protest trucks that people were sending for Chen. <laughs> I'm sure that they will not miss those trucks. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with EXO, CBX, and them as soloists. Anything uh, else? On that, the protest trucks, there was something recently where somebody had posted on Twitter a video that Wendy did about yeah. the protest trucks. Did you see that? Where she was like, they didn't like something where she said the fans that they didn't need the protest trucks or was like, you know, we can handle things ourselves. Like, and yeah. were, people were talking about how the whole thing with the protest trucks was just basically getting out of hand. Right. Yeah. And she did say like, we're guys, we're fine. Like, red velvet you know and us as a group like we're, we're we're okay we can take care of ourselves we can handle ourselves because they've been in the industry for long enough it's kind of like what she was saying uh yeah i mean i get it but also I like also, sorry uh -huh. i just want to jump in and say i imagine that protest trucks are like really embarrassing for the high <laughs> 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 yeah i just i like i i just feel like there is a way that why don't you just, like, not support a comeback? Yeah, it sucks for your boys in that moment, but they know that the fans are there, are doing it not as hate, but to hurt the company, because that's who's going to hurt. Especially when they're from companies like SME and JYPE, where, you know, they get paid regardless of what happens with, with this album. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I kind of feel like it... Like every sort of like it's like every problem in the world is sort of trying to be solved with a further capitalism. Like you have this capitalistic problem, so you're gonna fix it with more capitalism. That doesn't work. It's stupid. I I don't know. That's just my opinion on the protest trucks. That and like the the protest trucks slash the birthday messages and promotion whatever, like whether it's a truck, it's an ad in a subway or whatever, like I don't know. It just, 
all of that seems very unnecessary. Just and ridiculous. I guess it makes the idols feel good though when they, not the protest trucks obviously, but like the happy birthday ads in the subway and stuff like that. So I guess I can see the benefit of that in a sense, but like, I don't just give them a check. Like, why, why are you doing all this stuff? Just get, right, hand the money directly to the idol and leave it at that. But yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get them. Anyways, yeah, what's the next topic? <laughs> okay, so Brave Entertainment, who is the agency of the former Brave Girls, now BB Girls, Yes. has announced that they are debuting a new four-member girl group who will debut in the first half of 2024. This will be their first new girl group since Brave Girls debuted in 2011. And they announced that the new girl group was going to be called Candy Shop. According to the agency, Candy stands for Catch and Draw Youth while shop represents the space connecting the candy shop members to their listeners. Why? Why Why are they doing all this? Wait, can you repeat that? Yeah, candy stands for catch and draw youth, while shop represents the space connecting the candy shop members to their listeners. Now, what did I tell y'all earlier? <laughs> <laughs> like okay here's the thing this is such a k-pop thing to do that it it is kind of nostalgic you know but also like why because when i heard the name at first you know what came to mind i'll take you to the candy candy shop right i would have never thought catch and what catch and something draw youth draw youth first of all why is youth in there Second okay, of all, listen. Catch and draw. You. What do you mean? Are you trying to like attract young people? Is that like with candy? Them with candy. That sounds hella problematic, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, I have to say, for as bad as this group name is, I don't know if it's as bad as teenager emo boy emotion next gen object praise. So <laughs> I forgot that's what TXT stands for. <laughs> Teen top. Is that Teen Top? I thought, oh, yeah, what does TXT stand yeah, for? Yeah, TXT is Tomorrow by Together. Oh, Which is hardly, yeah, it's hardly in the, that's hardly yeah. in the top worst names in Oh, uh, okay. Did you know that M Black was Music Boys Live in Absolute Quality? No. I oh, yeah. Live. I did not know I don't know if that. it's Live or Live. Listen, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like, what does New East stand for? Ooh, I'm curious now. Wait, New East was, and also BTS, the reason why, like, I know uh, y'all probably wondering, well, y'all probably have actually, you two have definitely never wondered this, but some people have probably wondered, like, how come BTS doesn't use their Korean name in um, overseas? And it's because they're embarrassed of it. It's not because it's hard. It's because it's embarrassing. (laughs) Like, Pang Tang Sonyeondan may sound really fun to say in Korean, but like when you translate it, it's like very lame. Like for, you're 30 years old and you're calling yourself a bulletproof boy scout. Yeah, come on. That's why. So 21, okay, 21 doesn't have an acronym, but apparently it's a stylization of the phrase new evolution of the 21st century. Century, yeah, no, I knew that. Okay, but once again, Vix 21 actually- Value in Excellus, listen. 
<laughs> I, just, right? I just have to let value in Excellus. That's Vix. Huh. I don't even then, know what that means. <laughs> new East is actually not that bad. New established style and tempo. Yeah, that's not that bad. Okay, anyway, I'm just, listen, I, I just think. It could be worse. These names are all bad. Like, they're always really bad. Right, right. We should do a segment with the listeners. Like, if we could just, like, rename a K-pop group, which one, what would we name it to, why? Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like hmm. I would pick. I don't know. I might pick uh, NCT. Okay. Particularly one two seven. That stands for what? Neo something technology, right? Neo I don't culture know. technology, which ah, is it? right, <laughs> right. But I would, I would not only redo the acronym so that it's just NCT and nothing else. It doesn't stand for anything. But yeah. I would take the one two seven out. Like I just think that's a mouthful. Nobody wants to say NCT one two seven all the time. Right. No, I get, I, I agree. Just like we dream and like, you know, I think. We literally first, just say dream. Right. Yeah. At first too, I remember when Wavy came out and people were trying to be like NCT Wavy. I'm like, I'm not saying all that. I, I don't think it's like a subunit in the same sense anyways, but I'm still not saying all that. It's Wavy or nothing at this point, you know? I think the only time people actually choose to mention like one of the subunits full name is like NCTU. I feel like that's probably the only time I ever hear people always saying the NCT part. But even with 127, a lot of times I just hear 127. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Or like... Either way, 127 is still a mouthful. Right. We should do a segment on people, on groups that have like Korean names and English names that people use like as often, you know? Because I feel listen. like... Yeah. So Yoshi Day is I was so about to say girls generation. I was about to say them because I always say like Sonoshi Day. Like I do say girls generation too, but like Sonoshi Day just sounds good. It sounds cool, right? It really rolls off the tongue. Right. And so that's one of those groups where their Korean name is as dope as their English name. Girls Generation is pretty cool. I mean, Girls Generation like saying it in their songs is cool, right? So here's the thing, I was always really confused about their name because people used to say like use the acronym DSBK or something like that and I just didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like Toho Shinki something? Mm-hmm. It's I, listen. <laughs> we can Google it at some point, but yeah, you're right. It's something like that. Yeah, so I used to be it's Dongben's Shingi. So I used to be really confused about who the hell it is cuz I would see like DSBK and then I see TVXQ and I I would see the same guys but I didn't understand who they were talking about. Same. Yeah, but yeah, I I mean it's like his name is Changmin and I call him Max. So you know it's one of those things where I don't care. I I was well, I will call least, you. What you. At least with Candy Shop, they didn't completely give up. Like SM has completely given up on naming the new entity Tokyo Unit <laughs> because they just call them the new team. I saw that. I said, okay. <laughs> All right. That's what they are. They, someone was like, yo, what are we calling them? Who? The new team. Oh, that's not their name? Oh. Like, that's how that conversation went. Okay. But yes, let's get to the next. Ah, oh, Hei-chan. Okay. Yeah, let's get to the next one. So NCT's Hei-chan has been fined for indoor smoking. There's uh, apparently a behind-the-scenes dance practice video for Be There For Me on the group's official YouTube channel. 
And in the video, Hei-chan was allegedly captured smoking an electronic cigarette in the indoor practice room. And SM Entertainment basically released a statement confirming that he did have an e-cigarette indoors and that he intends to pay the fine from the health department. And they apologized for his irresponsible behavior. I'm a little surprised. I mean, as much as smoking is prevalent in South Korea, so that, prevalent that yeah. they would even be like an indoor, like smoking, like a ban on indoor smoking. I just kind of assumed that it wasn't as prevalent there. But yeah, not surprised to hear of another idol smoking. Surprised he got fined for it, though. But it was hella obvious. The video. <laughs> is it, I, I want to see it. Okay, now I want to see it. Yeah. The first thing I want to say is, don't smoke, <laughs> please, especially indoors because people can't escape your smoking. Right. Secondly, I want to say, it's kind of wild that South Korea has a law that they can find you inside of a private establishment. <laughs> like that's kind of crazy. <laughs> right. That's a private building, so that's like a crazy law. And it makes me wonder, y'all have laws for this, but not all the other crimes? Okay. <laughs> and then I also want to say that, well, I want to see the video, but it must have been real bad and real obvious for SM to confirm it because I just... It was it was actually hella up and because you know what too it wasn't it was because he was like in front of the mirror you know within dance practice so it was so up like when I saw it I was like oh hey Chan (laughs) sorry oh I thought you were putting the link in there I wanted to oh no no I I like it's one of those things that came up like I think a couple weeks ago like it's not like really new new news but yeah I was just like when I saw it I was like oh hey Chan because I like that. Clearly, you should not, whatever is in your hand, you should not be doing that indoors or on camera. But especially yeah. since he, he he's like taking a break for tonsillitis. I'm like, are these things connected at this point? Like, Right. They seem pretty connected. And you know what? I want right. to say something real quick. I want to go off on a little bit of a diatribe because first I want to say singers should not be smoking anyway. Mariah Carey already done told y'all. Mm-hmm. She takes very good care of her vocal cords. And she said how. And smoking was not a part of that regiment. And then I want to say that vaping is a real problem. Like, like I think that people who vape are straight up addicted to vaping. I'm not even joking. Like, I think it's an addiction. And I think there needs to be a reevaluation of the DSM to somehow get vaping in there. Because people who vape will do anything to be able to vape. And it's it reminds you of like people who are like addicted to like, you know, stuff like quote unquote hard drugs. And I don't know, that's just been my personal like perspective and things that I've seen. It's a very serious epidemic that's like sweeping over Gen Z. Yeah, they need to nip that in the butt. Also, last thing I want to say is when you Google Hitchhan smoking, the very first article says, ICT's Hitchhan accused of smoking. I don't know why that's so funny. (laughs) Because it's such a crazy thing to be accused of doing. You know, like, that's why. (laughs) It's like, 
Chen accused of drinking alcohol. Like, okay. Like, I mean, the problem is that he's doing it indoors. That's the yes, problem yeah. here, right? And on and obviously, like, he was caught on film and he's an idol. So, like, those there are different like nuances to the story. But yeah, it's kind of a ridiculous thing to kind of have a scandal for. You know what I mean? But also, like, I agree. I think that because there's money to be had, obviously, from like white people now, especially with like vaping and weed. I think it's going to go the same way as alcohol, basically, where there's it's just going to be, like, not a problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll, like you know, people in the world are addicted to alcohol, but it's not a problem to a lot of people. Like, it's, that's a good point. it's just the way of the world. So I think that's the same kind of thing here, unfortunately. But, yeah. Hey, Chen, take care of your voice, babe. Please. Please. We need it. <laughs> All right, what is the next story, Ash? So a 49-year-old woman was sentenced to six months in prison for repeatedly stalking Rain and his wife, who's an actress, Kim Tae-hee. The woman whose identity was withheld was charged with ringing the doorbell of the couple's home on more than a dozen occasions since 2021. She received three misdemeanor warnings from the police. Then she was eventually indicted in late 2022 on stalking charges after ringing the doorbell, the couple's doorbell again. So she has the six months in prison and she's also ordered to undergo 40 hours of treatment programs for stalking perpetrators, citing concerns about the possibility of her reoffending. So yes, Rain and his wife had a stalker. You know, it's funny when you started it with like a 49 year old was accused of stalking rain. I'm like, ooh, that's probably his age group. <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> I don't know why that was my first thought. I'm like, because I feel like if a 49 year old was stalking like Baekhyun or Count Daniel or whatever, it would be kind of like, ooh, what? Like there would be all this added discussion about, oh, she's so old too and they're young and blah, blah, blah. But because of, you know, Rain's not 49, obviously, but because of Rain's age and his wife's age, I feel like her age is not a problem in, in this whole situation. People can kind of just focus on the stocking. I don't know. That's just like where my mind went when you were talking about this story. Sorry. It's because <laughs> I think because of there was that video I saw of that like middle school, elementary school kid who had to have his friends protect him from a grown woman that had like a camera in his face because he was like a trainee. I think like that is why I was thinking along those lines because it's like you know she could have been in her 20s which is probably around the same well or maybe like a early 20s late teens which would probably have been like the same age difference in this case but it's creepier because he's younger and you know she's above a certain age but in this case with this stalker it's like okay she's stalking him and she got caught and she went to jail great no discussions on like how bad that is that someone at rain like rain who's not even like making music anymore basically and kim tae who i can't remember last time she did a drama are like still they you know because they're idols and because they're famous they still have stalkers it's i don't know it's kind of interesting and this is barely any news too i feel like nobody was talking about it either so that's why i know i had a lot of thoughts sort of all over the place about this topic because i thought it was really interesting that I felt like age played a, pl- a part in how it was reported, how it's being or not being discussed, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. 
I'm happy that she was caught anyways, because that sounds hella annoying. Like you're trying to go to sleep and you're trying to put your kids down and this lady's ringing your doorbell every 20 minutes. That's creepy. But yeah, if you guys don't have any other thoughts, we can... Oh, the next topic. I'm really happy about the next topic. I thought it was really cool. But yes. Did you want to introduce that, Nat? Okay, I will discuss it. I will like mention it. Okay, so there's a Reddit post about what past group would be massive if they debuted recently. And the person who put this question on Reddit picked FX. So, which I thought was interesting. I, I don't know if I would agree, to be honest, but I do think it's interesting. And yeah, so I thought it would be kind of cool to like, if we had a pick, you know, and why we would pick these these idols or these groups. So yeah, I'll go first. I honestly think Girls' Generation would be as popular now as they were then. Mostly because people are still doing what they're doing now, uh, but not as good as they've been doing it. <laughs> so, And they're, they're pretty girls. So I feel like if you transport it into the new world, into 2024, I think it would be, I actually think that would have been a bigger hit now than it was then. Because remember, Girls' Generation did not pop off till G. So, yeah, I, I definitely think Sonoshi Day would be probably bigger from like an earlier part of their career if they debuted in 2024 than if they had debuted, the, you know, when they had, I think, in 2007 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what about okay. you guys? I have a take on this Yeah, that I just developed, but I've been thinking about it. So for like the past five seconds. So I think that GOT7 probably would have more sales and more fans. The reason why I'm choosing them, because they're not Nugu or anything, obviously, but I'm choosing them because I think they debuted in a time where people actually cared about the quality of music. And they suffered <laughs> from the fact that a lot of their earlier music was just trash. Yeah, and it took a while for them to get better, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> what do you mean, girl? <laughs> <laughs> they they weren't really produce, producing hits consistently until they basically disbanded. <laughs> Not disbanded. They didn't disband. Um, left JYP. Um, but I feel like with GOT7, like their biggest problem has always been that they were never given tracks that were good enough for them, I personally feel. Like they only have a couple songs where I'm like, off the top of my head, that is an, a truly like great song. Like Teenager is like literally on the playlist you know what i mean yeah most of the songs that they've written themselves or jb has written as well too are the ones that i think fit them the best but i feel like this day and age none of that matters like it is very clear by the overwhelming success of stray kids (laughs) 80s and then also all of 17's new music that like quality doesn't matter (laughs) so and I personally think that, like, some of the songs that I really hate the most by GOT7, like, everybody knows I hate Hard Carry. That's Hard Carry, In 2024. <laughs> that song would move units. Because in 2024, the only thing that matters in K-pop is that you have a random group of boys from a random assortment of Asian countries or who have... Asian ethnicities or Asian heritage, even if they are not from an Asian country. And 
that they are somewhat entertaining. And we all know that Visual 7 are extremely entertaining. I I personally feel like their variety was single-handedly the thing that was like keeping people interested in them for a while right. until they started making more like better music consistently. Um, it's like a mixture between their variety and the fact that they're like, they are talented. They all have a talent. It, I mean, okay, there's one person where I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, y'all gonna yeah. hate me for saying this. There's one person where I'm like, he literally got in that group because of nepotism. <laughs> He's a legacy. <laughs> I listen. I I like them all, but yeah. If if we were if we were being honest with ourselves, that one member that we're all we all know who I'm talking about is definitely the person who got into Harvard because his grandfather founded Harvard. You know what I'm saying? So. But that being said, I do feel like they all have good personalities and they match together. And that's literally the only thing it takes for to get a diehard fan base in 2024. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the thing. God7 had a diehard fan base. It just wasn't as big as the other third gen boy groups. But in fourth gen, I think they would probably be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, fourth gen boy group. I think, too, the problem with God7 in the beginning is that they had zero presence in Korea. While their peers did, like EXO, obviously was pretty popular. Other groups EXO was popular. the Korea group. Like they right. were winning every diss song. And you're right. I really feel like, honestly, this might be a hot take, but because I wasn't around for second gym, mm-hmm. but I feel like here lately, at least, it just seemed like JYP puts way more effort into their groups being international groups than like strong Korean groups. And you can tell that because of the fact that it was such a big deal. I remember when ITZY popped off because I feel like they were like getting known in Korea, which is for what I understand, like Stray Kids is not like some sort of Korean, like they definitely move units in Korea now, but when they first came out, it's not like everybody in Korea was talking about Stray Kids. They're still not. Really, if you look into the top groups in Korea right now, it's like 17. You know what I mean? 17 is huge. Like, And the thing is, Koreans know 17. So it's not just like, but the thing I think that's really important now is that you don't need Korea to know you at all, which is why, like, and that's the crazy thing. Cause when GOT7 came out, that's why Jackson was doing all the variety and because he, they needed that Korean presence to be, you know, up there as a group. But now, like, as I said, I think in many of our episodes, like, Hey, if card is still out here, like, Based on their international fan base, let's be real, okay? Anybody, like all the groups, all of our favorite groups that disbanded from not having Korean presence in like the second gen and stuff like that, they would have definitely had a bigger chance and a bigger platform now than These they days, did all you need sure. is a, a single 12-year-old with internet access in Indonesia. <laughs> and listen, uh, listen, you will pop off. Right. <laughs> that's my, that's oh. it, I'm done. Okay, what about you, Ash? So, I think that this group would have been, would have had a second wind that would have done better had that have happened later. And I think that group is the Wonder Girls, but I'm putting that this is their band unit, not the original group. When you were talking, I did think the band unit would have definitely stuck around a lot more. Like if they had dropped Why So Lonely first, 
I think they would have lasted longer too because that was a huge ass hit whereas I Feel You and Reboot was not as much. Yeah. And I think that, you know, with JYP focusing international and having more experience with that now that they would get more international attention for the type of concepts that they're doing because nobody there's still nobody doing that like no girl groups that are doing you know a band concept like a true band concept Um, AOA Black did it and then everyone told them put on that mini skirt and cut your hair short and act like a cat and that's when they blew up. They had the sexy concept because they had they were had a real band concept. AOA yeah. Black. But nobody cared for it. So yeah. Yeah. So. I just want to say it's interesting to hear you guys talk about these second gen groups because like I don't usually know a lot of their music. So like it usually is hard for me to imagine. But I have heard Wonder Girls music and I do I really feel like they it will be hard to beat them in the fourth gen. Like, genuinely speaking, I just feel, I don't know, I feel like <clears throat> the even though we've said this before that the fourth gen is really being ruled by girls right now, mm-hmm. I feel like the girl groups that w- are out there, I, re- I cannot explain to you why they're popular. Like, New Jeans, it, it perplexes me. I'm not saying they don't have good music, but it's not that good for them to basically be like the new twice. You know what I mean? Where it's like, they're just a wall. I feel like the music I have heard from Wonder Girls is, okay, I can't say objectively better. Yes, I can. I'll say it. I feel like it's objectively better than the stuff I heard from New Jeans. Obviously, I'm comparing groups from different eras. I know this. But, and and I also know that, like, obviously, New Jeans is way younger than Wonder Girls ever. Like, did any of No, they had young young members. Yeah, they had young members when they debuted. Oh, really? Okay. Because when they debuted, first of all, Huna, aka Huna, you know Huna, she was actually, she was an original member of the Wonder Girls. And then she left, she did their first, she was in their first, their debut song. And then she left the group for an illness and then debuted with 4Minute and, you know, did what she was doing. But they debuted in 2007 and their maknae, Sohi, was born in 92. So, like, she would have been... You said they debuted in 97. No, no, 2007, sorry. My bad. <laughs> I don't know That's why right. he was yeah. like, did she say 97? Yeah, sorry, 2007. Yeah, so, and so he was born in 92. And I think, actually, Sunny was also born in 92. And Huna was born in 92. And Lim was born in 92 as well. So, I mean, they were relatively quite young when they debuted in this group. So, Wait, okay. I, I don't want to change the subject mm-hmm. so abruptly. That's <clears throat> oh, good. I kind of want to do the, this the opposite way of, like, what group would not be as popular if they debuted today. Because as we're talking about how old these girls are when they debut, it's got me thinking about don't ask why or you can. I don't really have a reason. It just my brain just was thinking about this. And... I'm thinking, I don't think Blackpink would be a wall if they debut today. Okay, y'all. I'm trying to think about that because, you know, Baby Monster did debut technically last year. And, you know, ev- for everybody complaining about them, they had some numbers. Like, they 
their YouTube video has over 100 million views for a group that people are complaining about and hating on already. So I, I honestly wonder in that case, maybe if, so this is one of the things I wanted to ask about with this because the parameters are like, would they be exactly the same as when they debuted? And then you're transplanting oh. them into this era where what they've done is probably not as revolutionary and it's not as new and fresh. So, you know, what would kind of the reaction be? That's that's kind of like what I was wondering. Because I feel like even with Blackpink coming out, like if they debuted in 2024, I think they would still be popular because of the swag thing that people seem to like. I think that as tired as it is for a lot of us, people are still buying it and they're still supporting it and they're still listening to it. So I think Blackpink okay. would actually be popular. You know I, who I don't think would be popular? I don't think 21 would be popular if they debuted right now. Because I that, but I wouldn't know why. they don't have visuals. Oh, yeah. Viral's their only visual. And you right. cannot debut groups with regular people. You just cannot not. And, and the thing before. is, it's like they're like you said, they're just they're not even ugly. They just don't look like what the these idols straight up look like. They're anime characters. So, mm -hmm. and actually, I so I actually think that's an excellent point. Of the whole visual aspect. I, if we, because if you think about that, so many groups <laughs> could not <laughs> like from so many groups who are. Don't get me wrong, the idols may be beautiful, but they like don't have that that look that all the idols have today. Yeah, I think that that would definitely play into it. I will say though, okay, going back to my Blackpink point to kind of justify my point, mm -hmm. I actually see think the opposite. I think because of the oversaturation, they would have the same fate as Espa. I don't think that they, or even Itzy, like, I just, I feel like they, if you look at their concept, it's never changed. And somebody made a really good point on the internet about how every single Blackpink song is the same. Like, <laughs> it really is. It literally, really is. it's the same song. Like, Eddie, don't even, <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> the bada bang, bada boom, boom, boom just becomes bada boom, bada bang, bang, bang. So it's just, <laughs> it's the same song. <laughs> oh my god that's so true that's so true but i really but here's my like, thing with that because they're constant i think the difference the concept... oh sorry yeah i was just saying like because the concept is the concept like i think they literally benefited from being like the first group to really do not okay they weren't the first obviously but like they were the first to combine be like okay mm, I don't want to, I'm, again, I'm not saying any girl group before them was ugly, but I think that they combined being like that stereotypical pretty girl who was also like, hard me, I'm so arrogant. And I mm -hmm. think, you know, I don't need no man. And I got a gun for some reason <laughs> in South Korea. <laughs> like, like, you know, the, I think they were the first group to combine the visual element with the I don't give a fuck element and like the cool, even though I think they're, I personally think Blackpink is corny. And I say that as a person who really, really, really likes Jenny, but I really feel like if they hadn't have been first, somebody would have had to be first and that right. would have been more popular. And then if they were to debut today, to me, I feel like that, I feel like it's, that's still a popular like concept to do, but it's, when I say it's a popular concept, it's a popular concept. It doesn't make a group popular because if that's the case, 
I'm sorry, but like half of these girl groups will be moving way more units if that concept were to be like a magical concept. It's not a magical concept. It really isn't. I really feel like it depends on who does it. So that's my rationale, though I do get what you're saying about like, I, I understand it, but I just feel like they're not actually that unique. They just were no. the first people to combine the things that are popular now. I also think in a world where Blackpink debuted later, like... I also feel like in that universe and that timeline, that would have to be a thing, a time where 21 was able to maybe live out more of their life. And what you were talking about, Jimin, like if they were able to live out more of their, like, like to, to show more of their, like what they could do, that whole concept of, Blackpink, I think people, because 21 was kind of like uniformly cut off before their time, people were very hungry for the next YG girl group. And mm. I think a lot of that expectation and missing 21 and and all of that was also put onto Blackpink. So they had so much momentum and everything coming off of 21. I think that also really helped them miss having that kind of that hole missing, you know, because... 21, like, was at the time, they were the first group doing what they were doing. And then after they left, then there was that hole again. So I think that would also play into whether or not Blackpink would, you know, if 21 was was a legacy group at this point and had had a full career, that would lessen some of Blackpink's shine, I think, if they were, like, the next group to come out in fourth gen. Yeah, I can see that. I will I will say though, like in comparison to Espa and Itzy, the difference with Blackpink is that for whatever reason people claim that they're artists because they're It's because they're signed to YG. Right, right. And think I think about that's, it. If Blackpink was signed to literally any other label, they would not have would that not. artist. Mind. No, no, absolutely. But I think that's the difference and why they would probably do better. <laughs> and even like right now, if they came out like even if they weren't in a top group, I think that they'd still do better than Espa and Ispa. Yeah, oh no. Like, so no. like my yeah. my argument is not that yeah. they wouldn't do okay. I just don't think it's they would be the big. like right now they're yeah. literally a wall. Like no right. group can ever like not ever, but they are like I don't want to the say they're wall. the BTS of girl groups because I think the BTS is I think BTS is the black pick of boy groups. <laughs> but I think right. they are a wall. They are individually Absolutely. famous. They get all of these opportunities and, and I feel like that could easily just be any, they could be interchangeable with anybody else. The only difference is, is they have that YG branding and right. even down to their personalities are YG branded because I don't really think, or not their personality, but their personas. Cause I don't know these people, but from what I've seen in their like more candid moments, Jenny does not give what she gives on like stage. when she's on stage or when she's right. in a less candid moment she gives like really sweet not even like like just not not that whole attitude she tries to pull off it just, you know what i mean and that's partially why i like her because i yeah. like i think she she kind of comes off as like really harmless off stage they're all kind of like that like mm. her and lisa lisa too is a very soft cute girl that's how she got popular in china being cute <laughs> Literally. For real. It's funny because I feel like the rappers are soft and the singers are the ones who are a little bit more like spicy. 
Like if Jesus you watch the shit out of me, I'm gonna be honest with you. Jisoo kind of looked like she listen, no defamation, but she looked like she <laughs> done chopped up a few bodies. So. <laughs> Some people's got them eyes, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I'm curious, do y'all think that there are any groups that would be less famous if they like less popular or less of a wall if they debut today? Big Bang. <laughs> yeah, like, I was gonna say that. If, I didn't want to be the if you if they were dropped their debut song now, they would be laughed out the streets because what, like, <laughs> what's their debut song? How's it going? Sorry, I'll, honestly, I kind of try not to think about it. I'm not gonna lie. I I I honestly skip to Haru Haru because like I love that song, but <laughs> they debuted with Lies. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, see how you said lies and you were like, oh, yeah, see, that's what I mean. Like, ain't nobody talking about songs. Jeez. But, like, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's important because it was, like, the first of, like, that, like, integration of hip-hop with the K-pop aesthetic and, you know, like, MV and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it was a template for most of the boy groups that came after them, for sure. But... I, I mean, they, they took a while. Like, Girls' Generation didn't pop off at the beginning either. Like, they took a while to find their groove and become popular. And so I think the difference is that there's not a lot of groups doing what Girls' Generation was doing. I think that there's more groups doing what 21 was doing than what Girls' Generation was doing. So I think that's why Sonoshide would be able to come in and and still kind of be really popular a little bit earlier. Whereas with Big Bang, there are... So who's not doing what big bang was doing like who who at this point you know what i mean so it's if if they came in and taeyang came in with them omarion braid or the yeah the omarion braids and you know the big chains and the the sideways bass like baseball caps like they'd be laughed off the street for real for like no i no doubt now actually that's a really good point like all of these like a lot of people did debut with like blackaboo concept <laughs> <laughs> and they cannot get away with that in 2024 i don't think they would not get it like you have to have a refined you know like <laughs> like xg blackaboo, like, yeah yeah just black or, enough <laughs> or like that group where that guy was in the african garb you know you gotta like you either gotta do something new or you gotta I be... do remember that <laughs> you gotta do something a little bit different you know you gotta be do rags are more popular now than they were at the time you know like there's things that would have to change is all i gotta say about that but yeah i definitely think big bang would probably not be as popular if they debuted now I mean, obviously, I think they'd still be popular because, once again, it's the YG thing. And I think, like, if we're thinking, like, YG would still have that brand associated with it, I think it would help them. Like, it has helped with Winner and Icon. But, yeah, it just, what they were they were doing then was, it was cute, cringy, and dated. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's that's kind of the music that they were making at the time. I don't think it would work in the same way how about bts i feel like bts would be left out of korea if they debuted now with that same song. like if they debut with the same song yes what did they debut with i don't know what i can't remember the name of their debut i just remember their show and how they looked and that's kind of no more dream no more dream 
Okay, with those outfits, they would definitely be laughed off the stage. But if we're assuming that it's updated for like 2024 style. That's true. That's true. I feel it they, just keep the song. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think I, just, I think they would just be underwhelming. Like, I think people wouldn't yeah. care about it. It's kind of like, because No More Dream, if you've ever heard it, it sounds kind of like something Extraordinary Heroes would do. That, that oh. Would, it, that's yeah. like a rock band type. Yeah. And so I don't think people would even pay attention to it. People would just be like, oh, they're just knocking off TXT. <laughs> TXT paved the way. <laughs> and once again, I think... Well, actually, they might be a special case. Because I think, like, they're not, in my opinion, and this is no shade, but they're not, like, a visual group. You know what I mean? Like, we talk BTS? about Visual 7, but BTS is not a visual group. They're not well, a visual not, I don't think anybody would disagree with that except for ARMY, so... Okay. True. <laughs> True. So I think that would hurt them a little bit as well. Visual? I in 2024 because i think i honestly think and listen no, no yeah. shade i think as long as he's asian in performing there is someone in the world in 2024 that will stand him i truly do oh, feel like there okay. are so many korea boos that You're they right. get stands like it, just, right. it literally doesn't matter how he looks it's different for girl groups and boy groups as well because boy groups can get away with not having visuals mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Girl groups cannot. That, have you yeah. noticed that? Like every single girl group that debuts, their face all looks like you know the prototype. Whereas got, other groups, you got to do some. You know, it's yeah. a lot more searching before you find like the true visual. <laughs> right, right. No, that's true. That's true. Okay, you know well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're not being mean. Like, okay, in, it's not our fault. Korea has crazy like, visual like standards, you know? like it's not and that being a visual is actually like your role look at felix okay it's not our fault okay? <laughs> leave felix alone you've been picking on him lately i don't know what he does i'm sorry like every time i see this man i'm like what do you listen, do <laughs> listen you may not know what he does but he does it successfully and it's the only thing that matters. <laughs> you're right i'm sorry I'm, I'm gonna lay off felix because you know what he's making money so hey <laughs> anyways uh, yeah let us know what you guys think and like if you agree with us if you disagree if you have any groups that you would select for either of those questions you know if that if they debuted they'd be six more successful or less successful i'm actually really interested in like who like i think there's a lot of groups in the second gen because second gen was overflowing with talent i think there's so many groups that didn't get a shot who would probably last have lasted long, like Dal Shabbat, Nine Muses, Rainbow, shoot, Rainbow. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of groups that like just never really popped because you needed more Korean um, acceptance at the time, and like the market just wasn't there for them. So I don't know. I just think they would have lasted longer. They would lasted as long as like Card did, or they would have maybe had a surprise sleeper hit like um brave girls so i don't know it'd be interesting to see how that works but yeah okay well the masses voted and they decided that the most popular korean food outside of korea is well before i say that it was nine thousand people living in 18 major cities across the world it excluded anyone of korean descent Surveyed people in New York, Toronto, Paris, London, Beijing, Tokyo, Bangkok, Dubai, and the United Arab Emirates and Rio de Janeiro. 
Wait, but Dubai is in the United Arab Emirates. Oh. Oh, I said that. No, no, no. This is not a problem with you. This is the person who wrote the article that doesn't know the difference between a city and a country. Oh, okay. I I mean, is there another Dubai that they're trying to differentiate it from? (laughs) (laughs) Dubai, Texas. Right, right, right. (laughs) Well, we know where Dubai is. So 16.5% of the respondents said their favorite Korean food was Korean style chicken. 16.5? I thought it was like 28%. It oh. is 28. Well, no, oh. 16.5 said there was Korean style chicken. Hold on. Yeah, no, it is 16.5% said that. Below, it's like in it's like multiple items. So people who picked fried chicken also picked like the sides, I guess, or stuff to go with it. So that's why okay. the percentages are higher. I think that's whoever wrote this article did not do a great job of it. I'm sorry. It is basically yeah. the most of the people picked Korean fried ch- style fried chicken. Instant ramen was ranked second, and kimchi was ranked third. Then, of course, the 2022 survey where you could pick multiple items, they chose fried chicken with kimchi second and instant ramen third and kimchi was also was the most picked as the most well known of korean food and yeah, the, they said oh, oh yeah go ahead no i'm sorry i was gonna say like yeah it's interesting that they said that kimchi was the first dish that came to mind but it wasn't their number one choice mm-hmm. but i also thought it was really interesting that bimbap was came in after those options and then cream chicken i guess not fried just regular like marinated chicken then bulgogi and then korean barbecue wait a minute so Ain't bulgogi meat okay oh I guess yeah, yeah and, and yeah. bulgogi is it's i feel like it's strange that okay i shouldn't say it's strange it's interesting that like bulgogi is different from korean barbecue because right is just grilled meat which is what yeah. Korean barbecue is. Well, I guess, no, I guess it's not well, the fried, hot meat. Well, the fried meat. chicken is like battered and stuff. So I guess maybe that's why they're differentiating it because the like bulgogi is like marinated more so and it's like slices that are a little bit thinner that you put on the grill. So maybe that's why they differentiated it. But then what changes? Yeah, I guess it's they're considering bulgogi because it's usually meat. It's usually beef, like even beef. Though, yeah, it's usually beef, but they, it can sort of encompass all meats. It's just kind of like the style. So it's kind of interesting that they had Korean fried chicken and then they had Korean meat or Korean chicken, I guess, just marinated. And then they had bulgogi. Like that's making my head hurt because I feel like there's so much overlap with that. But okay. Hmm. Okay. So yeah. I was like, debate. Do you think Korean fried chicken is the best Korean food? It's really good. I don't know that. It's like definitely like top. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really like good. one of my top Korean foods. <laughs> I love Korean fried chicken. I like 
But it, but then again, I've only had it from one particular place. And I feel like in order to say you really love something, you have to have it from multiple sources. You know what I mean? Like to right. know that the food itself is good and not just the cook, the chef is really talented. With that being said, I have had Korean barbecue from multiple places. And I feel like you, you, you can't count Korean barbecue as like a meal because it can right. be a bunch of stuff. You know what I mean? I've had pibimbap and not super impressed it's good but again it's one of those things where you could damn near put anything in there so he's like you know what right. I mean? like, it's literally just a rice bowl right like a yeah. rice bowl. <laughs> i feel like all the popular korean food over here is like just different very like it's it's very varied it's not like a dish so like for example it's not like which is a dish you know what i mean it, it's like instead it's like build your own so you can just make right. it to your taste. Whereas Korean fried chicken really is a dish. And so that's why, like, even though I would say that as an experience, I prefer Korean barbecue over just Korean fried chicken, Korean fried chicken itself as its own dish is definitely one of the top Korean dishes I've had. And I it definitely beats out tteokbokki, it beats out lamyeon, it beats out damn near anything like like cold noodles, chajang. Chajangmyeon, I actually don't like that much i don't like chili and if you ever had chajangmyeon oh. it tastes like chili um it does yeah because it's just bean <laughs> it's like it's like bean juice noodles dipped in bean juice basically um so that's what i mean right i've never had i mean sorry i've had fish cake i've had and once yeah. again korean fried chicken is single-handedly better than all these separate dishes you see what i'm saying yeah it's even better than kimchi sometimes to be honest with you but <laughs> i will say I've I've never had Korean like I've had good Korean fried chicken here. Not gonna lie, and I do think it's delicious. But I think the best Korean fried chicken I ever had was actually in Korea. So for me, when I think about food here that I like, bibimbap is actually my favorite. Like, there's this place that makes it. I don't know what they put in it. It's crack, but it tastes so good. And I've had it in other places too. My actually my favorite Japanese barbecue place has bibimbap as an option and it's delicious there too. I've had it warm, I've had it cold. I love it. Obviously, I don't have it with an egg because I don't like eggs, but I've never had bad bibimbap here or in Korea. So that's I my like first choice. If it's just because like the place that I had it from mm. or if it's like, again too, it's like also where are you in the world, right? So it's like, right. I live in the United States and my personal opinion is you can get the best version of almost any food in the United States from any culture because we had there's people from every single culture. Right. And also it's better than the UK because the UK doesn't believe in food. So I feel like I feel like uh, Okay, okay. Uh, this, this, might a, this might be a hot yeah. take for some people. Right. But I right. feel like I feel like pizza in America, even if you can get any style, yes. even traditional style, is better than pizza in Italy. <laughs> like listen i'm sorry like, I mean, i've never been to italy so i can't say that i i don't I honestly don't know i will say the food i had when i went to like them european well i went to well actually the food i had in portugal was excellent fantastic some of the best food i've ever had in my life when I, even but when i went to ireland and scotland and england one thing i will say even though the food was fairly generic yes they're not very big on spices yes 
their vegetables were some of the best and most freshest vegetables I've ever had in my life. And this is stuff that you're getting at like a pub. So I mean, that I would say was like one of the highlights for when I ate there. But also when I was in New York, I had pizza every chance that I could get. <laughs> like I yeah, was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Into... American ingredients yeah. are hella genetically engineered. <laughs> yeah. 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 That being said, I don't think to me that usually doesn't impact the taste because if it's fresh, it's fresh. It doesn't matter if, you know, it grew in a lab or grew out the ground. I would okay, say, this is my very much taste. North American bias coming in. Yeah, that I think the taste is like, different. I'm sorry. Sure. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I was just like, I, I will just say, I think when you go out to other certain countries in the world where things are a little bit fresher, less, you know, spray spray, you feel a difference. Like when no, I went to Thailand, I think again, it also yeah. depends on who's preparing it as well. Because the reason why I say that is because so like in, in I think people just assume that if you're eating food in America, it's at McDonald's and it's like it's, super industrialized. No. Or something. Yeah, but no, like not at all. for example, yeah. when I cook. Like I have a farmer's market where I just go and buy the eggs straight right. from the source. Like the right. egg just literally came out of the chicken. That's definitely not genetically engineered. This chicken has been farm grown, not fed on feed or anything like that. I can go and get the freshest ingredients if yeah. I wanted to. I can eat seasonal based like meals if I wanted to. And right you can make something of the highest quality. And I don't disagree with the vegetables being the freshest in the UK, but that's because I never ate a single vegetable in the UK. <laughs> I don't know if they just didn't believe in vegetables when I went, <laughs> but none of the meals came with vegetables. I was very confused. Oh my gosh. I was like, why does every meal come with potatoes? <laughs> you know what? They were beans. hella, hella big on the potatoes. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Well, Not gonna well, lie. I, I don't have that same experience. I'm sure right. it is very fresh. I've listened. I'm never gonna doubt somebody's food experience. And I will say that I don't doubt that like other countries have excellent food. Like that would be a dumbass statement to make. I'm just yeah. saying that for me that when we talked about Korean fried chicken being the best, yeah, I can only speak from a person who had Korean fried chicken from a Korean American person. <laughs> You know what right. I mean? Who has a very southern cooking style on top of that? Ooh, so that it's delicious. like when you're eating a person's food who grew up in a certain. There's something about Koreans from Mississippi, <laughs> like it's a different. It's a different vibe than like even if you go to LA and have Korean food. This actually, if you want to see Mexican food or see a good example of this, Mexican food is excellent example of. Anywhere in the United States, in, in in Mexico, your food is going to be, you can have the same item and it will taste completely different. Right, right. Like no, that makes sense. That. Yeah, so, that, that absolutely yeah. makes sense. That's yeah. Because I feel like Mexican food in like the southern states, like around the border, California, Texas, those places would probably be like fire versus uh, like maybe see, the farther I have a away. Very hot take on that. I can't say. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. But, I just like. Like, I feel like farther you are away from the place, probably the less of those people there are. Oh, no, like you, you, you probably, I think, I think the only weird place that doesn't really work is New York. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like, New York. A lot of yeah. people, you would, you would think, but actually no, like New York has hello, like Mexicans. And same thing with Chicago. Chicago is like a huge Mexican hub. Or really? Or hub for Mexicans. Yeah. There's like a whole like term for Mexican people from Chicago. It is a big ass place. I don't know. It always surprises. It always surprises me when you guys talk about it. Mostly because in Canada, everybody lives like as close as like 
as southern as they can, so as close as the border as possible. I mean, so I mean, you do have people who live in like these far ass fucking places. Honestly, like, too, I think I think but, what's yeah. happening now with our immigration is like a lot of people are going to the Midwest because it's a lot cheaper to move there, oh, and people are realizing that. So a lot yeah. of people who are moving to the the states for the first time, especially people from India, people from Mexico, and like big manufacturing hubs, they end yeah. up moving to the Midwest actually. So which includes Chicago. Oh. Chicago's part of the Midwest. But I is it? the point that I'm making, okay. <laughs> the yes. point that I'm making is that like, I feel like I've traveled a lot and the only food that I've had that was better outside of America, which sounds a, like a terrible thing to say, but honestly, it's the honest truth. And granted, I want to say I've only been to Europe. So that's another big thing that you have to understand. Yeah. The only food that I've, that I feel like I remember having that was better outside of America, actually two, two categories ironically so one is indian food indian food in france is another level than in america and the second ironically is american food oh and when i say american food i specifically mean fast food restaurants yeah 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 american fried chicken restaurants overseas i feel like are way better than what they are here well it's like kfc in jamaica or the west indies right like that Apparently, it's the gold star. I've never had it out there, but it is the gold star according to almost everybody. According to Koreans, yeah. Burger King is like, like a one cuisine. And I'm like, bro, if you go to Burger King here, you might die. Like, <laughs> not gonna lie, when I was in Japan, we had some we had McDonald's, we actually had KFC out there, which was actually pretty good. And I hadn't have I haven't had KFC in years. Like, I'm talking at least over a decade. But we had KFC out there. It was pretty fire. We had McDonald's. I only had the fries. But that was actually some of the best McDonald's fries I've ever had in my life. Because when I came back, I was like, let me, like, maybe they, they changed what they're doing out here. They did not change what they're doing out here. They just don't make it good in Toronto. That's just, unfortunately, the, the reality here. But yeah, um, I, I will agree. I've heard a lot of good things about these fast food places in foreign countries. And how much better they are and, and unique. Oh, well, when it comes to non-fast food American food, yeah, we got to eliminate that out of every foreign country. Because there's no <laughs> reason why people, when people think of American food, they think of like a hot dog that's been deep fried, wrapped in bacon and covered in chocolate. Like, no, <laughs> that's not American food. That's just you. <laughs> I can't have some weird like, cravings. That's like, like circus sort of um, yeah like carnival like, food yeah food. yeah it's not like, like they think of is get beyond food. Food. like yeah. Yeah. like that oreo burger from china <laughs> at least the fair food in the states is like things that logically go together you know what i mean like you yeah. it's like flavors that complement each other they're not good for you at all you will die if you even look at it but it's flavors that go together. Other places be like, huh, what is it? What do Americans eat? Let me just put all of that in one meal. Yeah, and fair food is supposed to be like not good for you. That's the whole point. Like you're having a day where you're just throwing darts at shit and going on a, like a Ferris wheel and eating cotton candy. You know, like it's not it's not meant for like it's it's not a place that you sit down and you actually have like a proper meal. It's a place where you walk with a corn dog, you know what I mean? Or a funnel cake or something. Like, it's not supposed right. to be, like, a real food place. It's a place where you experiment, you know what I mean? So, I, I, yeah, please don't take hints from 
these like the scene oh my god yeah. stop watching by all means stop watching carnival eats on the food network stop watching any, <laughs> any honestly any american food network show just diners drive-ins and dives yeah <laughs> stop watching it because it's not realistic depiction of like the type of food that like i feel like average americans are eating even I, though don't get me wrong average americans are probably not eating healthy but they're definitely not eating nasty ass like combinations <laughs> Anyway, so. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say that Lynchburg is finally getting its first official Korean restaurant next month. <gasps> the Curry. first one? Yep. Koreans with a Z. K barbecue <laughs> and Korean comfort food. Oh my God. Girl, let me bed. find out that oh. it's like some 80 year old Ajuma who wants to be down with the kids opening it. Korean with a Z? What's the rest of it? Oh, oh, never mind. I looked it up and Lynchburg VA came up in the search results. Okay. Wait, well, who, who's opening it? Is it is it like a I really old lady? I don't think it is. It's a guy that said moved he, uh, here from Korea when he was 14. Damn. Right. <laughs> it would have been so much funnier if it was somebody old because it's like, oh, look at me trying to fit in with the kids. <laughs> That's why they added the Z. <laughs> <laughs> Now, why is there already a Yelp listing of the 10 best Korean restaurants in Lynchburg? Cause I thought you said it's the first. Because <laughs> we don't have any others. I don't know why that they even have like a Yelp of the 10 best. It's the only one. Plus, it also it starts with the 10 best, but there's only like four on this list. Like, you know what? Also, <laughs> one thing I hate about those Yelp lists and stuff like that is it'll be like the 10 best Korean restaurants and then every single restaurant is Japanese. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely never trust Yelp. Yeah, these are places that aren't even in Lynchburg. So Oma's Doma Korean Kitchen, yeah. That's so funny. I will also say, just lastly on this, is that it was interesting that Korean-style ramen came up here, but then I looked up the brand that I usually get, which is Shin Ramen, and it's Korean. I actually never really thought about the brand or, like, the company or wherever it came from. But, yeah, I mean, because you normally associate ramen with um, Japan, obviously, but... Yeah, I only eat Korean style ramen. I mean, the only ramen that I want to eat is Mama OK, which is a Thai brand that's pretending to be Korean. Really? <laughs> okay, it might be a Korean brand, but the point I'm is, so it's, it's hella funny whenever you see the commercials for it in Thailand. <laughs> no, it, it does look like it's a Thai brand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretending to oh, be but Korean. like the style, oh, that. The hot Korean one looks good though. Not gonna lie. Not gonna <laughs> lie. Same, same with the shrimp, the shrimp stir fry. Oh, okay. You know what? I, this weekend I have to go to the Asian grocery store, and I just like I'm not even trying to be racist, guys. It's literally just the Asian grocery store. That's what's called. And I'm gonna see if they have this. They probably don't. I'm glad like my mic wasn't on. I almost died when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I probably don't have this. Why do I be so uncreative? <laughs> <laughs> it just tell you what it is. Okay, I'm sorry. Straight to the point. Straight to the point. But yeah, I'm gonna see about that because those Thai ones look kind of fire. Not gonna lie, Mama. Okay, but yeah, I just yeah. We should. I I would love to do an episode just on like my favorite like Asian food. <laughs> like oh yes, that episode would not end for me. I just like oh. a lot of different type of cuisine anyway. Me too. Me too. But so yeah. <sighs> We okay. should do a Korean mukbang, but it'll just be like more of an ass mirror because we don't show our faces. So I have never ass- heard anybody <laughs> call it an ass mirror. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that though. It's always- That's what I call it. 
So Asmir. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ash starting trends. I love it. <laughs> well, we can do an Asmir. Um, yes. <laughs> that would okay. be nice. Well, guys. I'll eat the carbonara bacon mama okay ramen mm. because that's a necessary flavor. I would get I would get some Korean fried chicken. Unfortunately, there's no Korean stores around me or restaurants around me. It's sad face emoji. There's only like Chinese restaurants around me. So if I want Korean food, I actually have to like go downtown to get it. So every time I'm downtown, I schedule it. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be downtown three times a month, I need to get Korean food one of those days, Japanese food one of those days, and then like, I don't know, like a Pico pizza or some shit like that on the third day. Because where I live... I have to order out with DoorDash and those things, and I have given them up. So, yeah. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. I thought we were going to be light on topics, and we're over two hours. We're almost at two and a half hours. So there you go. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. You know, thanks to Ash and Jimin, of course, for being here. And do you guys have any shout-outs before we go? Okay, I just want to shout-out. I finally watched Attack on Titan. I just want to shout out to Armin for being the best, just period, for me. Aaron is still hot, not as a disembodied head, obviously. Oh, (laughs) that's a spoiler. Sorry. (laughs) Honestly, I don't think so. I feel like the episode has been out long enough and the manga has been out of, like, finished for long enough for it not to be a spoiler. Okay, well, I just want to shout out to that. Shout out to Tayanu. I'm enjoying their 2024 antics. And then there's one more. Oh, I wanna I wanna shout out my favorite member of one of my favorite K-pop groups, who's also really tall. And I'll leave it at that. That's it. Okay, Ash. Shout out to Sony for the PS5. I broke down and bought one for Christmas, and is very nice, great graphics, very worthwhile christmas gift to myself and then yeah shout outs to mlk jr this is mlk day and wait um, did y'all see somebody say they said what's that bad day oh my god sorry sorry go ahead go ahead oh i was saying shout outs to mlk and mlk day yes okay yes shout out to outside it allegedly feels like minus 19. I couldn't tell you if that was true or not because I have not been outside since the weather dipped below minus 10. But, you know, shout out to outside. Mm-hmm. Thank you for existing. Shout out to GOT7. Today is January 15th, but in Korea, it's the 16th. And that's technically their 10th anniversary date. Yeah, because their debut date was on the 16th. And GOT7 is celebrating 10 years, guys. 10 years. We talked a lot about God's Heaven in this episode, which is obviously was always my plan because why not? And uh, yeah, I got into them late, but I've always been aware of them and I'm proud of the guys. You know, they're doing their thing. They're like still out here making music and hanging out with rappers while they're getting tattooed, aka Jackson. And uh, yeah, I... I'm just like really happy that they exist and I can't wait for their comeback because we really enjoyed their last album that they self-produced. And I feel like when they're actually back and they're able to do things properly, I think that they will, you know, I think they're going to 
I don't know. I don't know how competitive they'll be, you know, based on, you know, when they can actually do comebacks and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm just really excited for GOT7. And they're I was just going to say that somebody said happy Jonathan Majors Day, but sorry. Yay. Wow. On oh. MLK Day, day 2. Let me tell you, what they Majors, you know why they said it, right? That man needs to leave Coretta Scott King alone. Okay? <laughs> like, he just needs to leave her alone. She's in her grave like, why am I in this? <laughs> Shout out to Nini. <laughs> I have a- Hopefully that Flowers of the Dead Moon. I don't know what. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Lord, Killers of the Flower Moon. There you go. There you go. I, listen. Which is I have been, a true story. So shout out to have, Gladstone. Yeah, I was about to say, hopefully, mm-hmm. I hope that they do win something. I, you know, Lily wins an award and whatnot. Because I did, I've only seen the white people involved in this. I have not seen a lot of the people of color who were involved in this. So I'm hoping that they get a little bit more press run. And also for The Color of Purple, since it is Emmy night. I don't know. No, Color Purple is a movie, so it's probably not going to be nominated, but yes. Yeah, Emmy's are for TV, but man, that Color Purple controversy is crazy, but yes. Um, you know? Definitely support our, our girls, Taraji, Fantasia. Actually, right. I love pretty much everybody in that cast. I think everybody, everybody has is amazing, talented, beautiful, and all the, the above. Right, right, right. Yeah. I also heard that Mean Girls was really fun. I'm not a musical fan, but I heard that it was really campy and just light and fun so i mean hey you know what watch things and enjoy them don't hate watch things anymore guys watch things that you actually enjoy from people that you respect and from people of color specifically if you can so that's all i gotta say on that yeah but yeah i guess that's it from us and we will see you later you can reach out to us on Twitter at Nyan Edizens, at Facebook and Instagram at Not Your Average Netizens, or you can send us an email at Not Your Average Netizens at gmail.com. We have a Patreon. It is $3 a month. So if you have that to spare, please do join us on Patreon where we just, we talk about everything on there. We watch dramas. We go, we comb Reddit for the most controversial topics to talk about we're gonna add gaming again now that ash has a ps5 and yeah we're gonna have a really really fun time i think so well i know we're gonna have a great time so join us there there's so many episodes for you to get caught up on that you know anytime you're feeling low you can just listen to us complaining about things and i think you're gonna have a good day so (laughs) but also if you cannot support us on patreon which i totally understand guys time baby it's rough you can definitely please 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 don't forget to comment share like you know let people know what we're talking about and to support us and yeah i think that's it i think we're going to go so have a good day bye happy 2024 bye